You're listening to the Oz Movies Podcast, only on the Oz Network. Welcome to the Oz Network for the long-awaited beginning of Anniversary Month. We've been teasing it for about a month and a half now. It's finally here. Uh, (laughs) And we're going to be discussing Grease, uh, the beginning of our Anniversary Month. So we're on the 40th anniversary of Grease. Uh, the movie that not launched John Travolta, but the one that made him a superstar. And we're going to talk about all of the songs and about 10 minutes of dialogue in this movie. And we have a very full room, and it is actually a full room as we're doing this all in person. Our first ever Oz Network episode, I mean, unless you include The Amazing Race, the first ever Oz Network episode that we're recording in one room. So the studio's full here. <laughs> That's not the Oz Network. Well, in all fairness, you and Jamie have done episodes together in the same room. That's true. But (laughs) with this group of people... He's crumbling. With this group of people... um, Full room, four people in one studio recording this. Let's kick it off. My name is Colin Wallen. Dinky-dee-dick-da-dong. I'm Mallory, and we go together like Rama-lama-lama-kadinga-da-dinga-dong. My name is Ben, and what are you guys thinking? A gangbang? My name is Jamie, and <laughs> I forgot what I was going to say. I had a line. Oh, that's such a classic <laughs> Grease line. Instead, I got you. <laughs> uh, sorry, I have chills up my spine. They're multiplying. Are you losing and control? I'm losing control. <laughs> and the power you're supplying is electrifying. Electrifying. <laughs> You better shape up, too. I was petrified. <laughs> thinking I could never live that by my side. What movie are you watching? <laughs> uh, totally so devoted. So, we are going to try this in the episode, because how else are we going to have enough material to stretch here? We're going to do Grease Karaoke on the Oz Network. Oh, no. So, everybody's going to have to take a turn and try to recall whatever song they have to sing. I really hope that I've timed this right. And I don't have to do uh, the Rizzo song near the end. Uh, But we're going to cover the rest of the movie here as well. So before we even get into covering it blow by blow, uh, let's start off with our memories of Grease or why we're covering this. I'll start off. um, My memory of Grease is that I have never watched this start to finish, yet I've seen this movie probably at least a half a dozen times. Uh, Growing up, my mom did not like John Travolta. And I remember getting into John Travolta, you know, through Get Shorty and Face Off and Broken Air and all these things. And her just saying like, oh, I never liked this John Travolta. But every time that Grease or Saturday Night Fever was on TV, she would watch it. And I never liked either of those movies. Although I love John Travolta, I couldn't get into those movies. Uh, so Grease I've seen since my mom's been gone. We've got Jamie and she will watch Grease too. I'll catch it halfway through and watch the second half. I'll watch 15 minutes here or there. Never watched it start to finish. Never was a huge fan of this movie. Yet I know almost all the songs, except for the Rizzo song on the end. <laughs> uh, good luck to whoever has to do that one. Uh, that's my history with Grease. Mallory. I didn't realize that we had a history lesson in this part of the show. Um, Mallory's a long-term listener to this show. Uh. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, I've watched Grease a few thousand times, so that's good. When did what? you first watch it? <laughs> I have no idea. Like, this is not a real question to me. Like, I feel like I grew up on this movie. I don't know. Okay. I think my mom Thank you for joining me. us. <laughs> We're sorry Mallory couldn't be here today. <laughs> ben. Oh, sorry. Just Mallory wouldn't shut up. I didn't ever think I was going to get a turn. 
Um, I first watched this when I went to Canada to spend time with Mallory. I'd never seen this movie until this week. I've seen the stage production. I mean, I know all the songs. Everyone knows all the songs. My parents love this movie. Uh, I'm just not a big musical person, and I think it just got to the point where you knew every single song from this movie. So I was like, well, what do I need to watch this movie for? I know what it's about. I know the songs. And pretty much nothing changed in my life after watching this movie because nothing else happens in this besides the songs. So, um, yes, the stage production was good. And as an Australian, Olivia Newton-John was born from this movie. So, yay. (laughs) But other than that, yes, that's my history with Greece because it's the word and all that sort of stuff. The word? Yeah. I, uh, uh, as Colin was mentioning earlier, I've actually seen this movie uh, a lot of times from when I was a kid. Uh, my mom really liked it, and uh, she always had a thing for John Travolta, and I did actually too, uh, ever since I was a kid. I just always thought that he was hot. Um, <laughs> of course. But, yeah, of <laughs> course. But um, are any of you guys uh, big fans of, uh, like, um, Muppets? Yeah. Nope. Okay, because I always struggled with this movie to look at the Rizzo character and not think of the rat. The rat. I don't know if I know the Muppets that well to know which one the rat was. The, the one don't. that looked like a rat? Yeah. That's not the one who played the drums. That was Animal, right? Do you, do you remember the uh, Muppets Christmas Carol? Yes. Rizzo is the one with Gonzo. Oh, because it's called Rizzo. Well, that's his name. Yeah, the, the rat. Is called the rat <laughs> also got knocked, knocked up in the Muppets Take yeah. Manhattan. That's the other confusion. Yeah. <laughs> also played by Stockard Channing, right? <laughs> So I always had a hard time with that with the name, but uh, I love this movie a lot. I think actually the end is the best part of the movie, uh, but I love all the songs. I love the um, the production that they had on the TV. I thought it was very well done. Um, some of the other ones that they've had, uh, what was that other one that wasn't so great? Was it Sound of Music? Grease 2. You're talking about the first TV show. Yeah, you're talking about the live TV shows. Yeah, it was it was Sound of Music, right? Oh, when they remade yeah, But the Grease one was awesome. You do know we're talking about the 1978 one today, though? <laughs> you didn't watch the wrong movie? No, I know that. It's the 40th anniversary, 50th anniversary, 40th. I, I also like the 50th. Dirty Dancing TV special. Oh, I think it's... I, there could be confusion. And Colin likes that one, too, because he likes the actress. I forget oh, Abigail Breslin. Abigail Breslin, way better. I would watch it just oh, yeah, for her. He, he loves her. Yeah. Right, it's Who the 40th doesn't? anniversary, right? Yeah, it's also the seven-month <laughs> anniversary of the TV production, so oh. that's where the confusion came from. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, you Where's mentioned... You mentioned it was a musical. This was a musical that went back several years. I think the other uh, thing to understand about this is just the popularity of the 50s. And this is something that never really happened until this era of the 70s, which is that whatever the parents' decade was, like 20 years earlier, becomes popular. So in the 80s, the 60s became popular again. In the 90s, the 70s became popular. In the 2000s, the 80s became popular. Now we're in the phase where the 90s is popular again. Now, does that mean in 10 years' time, the early 2000s have to become popular? Yeah. Not a very good era for culture. Chad Kroger. Oh... Josh Hartnett, <laughs> Josh Hartnett, Ryan Philippi, Ryan, Ryan Philippi. <laughs> Justin Bieber, Justin Bieber. Oh, no, oh he's coming another back. Twenty people. years. <laughs> but um, the thing that actually started this, even though the Grease musical, I think uh, I can't find it right here, but I believe it started like seventy two, seventy three. Was the movie George Lucas made pre Star Wars, which was American Graffiti, which reintroduced the whole fifties culture, and then the success of that spawned the Happy Days TV show. And then the reason the Grease movie was made was just because of the popularity of American Graffiti. They're like, well. Everybody was saying, what do we have like American Graffiti? This is like 
the way the disaster movies were in uh, the 90s or young adult adaptations like Hunger Games are now. That was the thing in the 70s. What do we have like American Graffiti? And there was like, well, there's this musical Grease. We can adapt this. Uh, so obviously the musical was popular at the time. Ben, you saw the musical before you saw the movie, right? So is this something that's still playing like – I think they had a production that toured Canada, but is this a big thing in Australia still? Yeah, I mean, I remember in the 90s, there was a big sort of nationwide one that toured, and like Kylie Minogue's sister, Danny Minogue, was like, uh, I think she was Sandy, and just all this sort of stuff. And then the one that I saw several years ago, I did a lot of interviews um, with the cast on the radio show, and several like sort of prominent B-list celebrities in Australia were in it, and it was like a national thing, so... Um, basically, through all the interviews I did, we got tickets to it. And, like, I think my mum came along, dad, like, my auntie, my nan, you know, we just got a bunch of tickets. And, it, I mean, it was enjoyable because, again, as I said, like, with the movie, like, I know all the songs, so it's kind of enjoyable. Um, but, I, I like, having seen the stage production in the movie, I'm going to say the stage production is a lot better than the movie because there's something well, more entertaining about it, watching it on stage. And everybody's going to hate me for saying this, but I probably preferred i'm not gonna say over john travolta but i probably preferred the tv production over this too because there's something about this being filmed in the real world and them trying to translate it to being so realistic that you're expecting more of a story than there is Mm. and i know that jamie and mallory are probably going to slap me for this get out of my house but okay ben you've been saying the last few days like there's no story to this movie i think even mallory you commented there's no story to this movie i feel like that's more acceptable in a stage production than it is a movie so all these diehard grease fans out there uh, i doubt that you love this for anything other than the soundtrack that would be my opinion yes Mallory has the mic straight to her mouth like she was ready for a rebuttal <laughs> and then just back down quickly. No, I really am not ready for a rebuttal. It's only the music and my closing line about the rats. <laughs> uh, we should also just comment. Let's set the stage here from our professional studio. Mallory is lying down on the floor covered on <laughs> a blanket that our, Jamie, my son, has been drooling on all night. <laughs> Well, you oh, were yeah. watching Henry Cavill. I, I thought you said I was drilling. Well, you were. Yeah, Jamie and Henry Cavill was on. Mine and Jamie's son. Yeah, yeah, we were watching Justice League earlier, so there may have been some drool from Jamie. No. <laughs> Sorry, John Travolta. Wrong liquid. I, was, I wasn't even in the room. I only watched it last night. And then went to bed quite quickly. <laughs> Colin, Colin, I've got to go to bed now. Uh, yeah, I, I had a I had a pillow here, and I didn't want anybody else to miss the movie just for me, so I propped the pillow up. That's not sleeping. what the pillow was for. <laughs> that was not what the pillow was for, Jamie. <laughs> I'm putting my head down, and I'm like, ah, Henry Cavill. Cavill, yeah. <laughs> um, we don't have as much history to talk about with Greece. I mean, we'll get into everything on the end here. Uh, sadly, I did not oh, have a tough time bringing up the box office later on this. Maybe we'll have to double team that, Ben. But uh, we'll save all that for later. So let's, Hang on, what are we double teaming? The, the, <laughs> the box office, the oh. keywords. <laughs> oh, the keywords. That's the best part of the whole thing. Only so much you can bring up on a phone. We may have to do some pausing in here. But anyways, we'll, we'll jump into the movie for all those people um, who are dying to hear about this. Uh, so the movie opens with the Grease theme, which, as I said, this was the original song. I heard he was. Written by which Gibb brother was it? Oh, the non the non dead one. The non dead Gibb brother, <laughs> Barry Gibb. Oh no, he's dead. Yeah, Barry Gibb <laughs> wrote this. Um, Ow! <laughs> Sorry, 
she's pulling my hair on my leg. <laughs> you should have put me on the floor. Oh, that hurts. This is such a professional <laughs> podcast. Sorry, I got um, distracted again. One time I thought it was just a hair on Colin's shirt, like from his eyebrow. Or, oh my or gosh. Hair. It was like right there. And I said, oh, hold on. And I, I grabbed it. It was actually one of his chest hairs. <laughs> Next time, ask for the mic if you're going to tell a story. <laughs> anyway, it's okay. This never happens on Grace, etc. Um... <laughs> um but uh, yeah, the opening song "Grease," which the opening credits are for, this Grease isn't is in the stage production. It was written way. specifically for the movie by one of the Bee Gees. So I'll kick it off here. That's the one that goes, "Grease is the word. It's the word. It's got groove. It's got meaning." Well, you can't tell by the way I use my walk. I'm a woman's man. No time to talk. Ah, 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 is it ah. is it concerning that for him to actually go that high is no effort? <laughs> Jamie hit me really hard so that I could hit that note. <laughs> I'm just waiting for my balls to drop, so that's generally why it works for me. But it does have a very Saturday Night Fever feel to it, and I feel like that was intentional coming off of John Travolta and Saturday Night Fever. He had just gotten an Oscar nomination. Nice burp, Mallory. Thank you for holding the mic away from your mouth. Uh, <laughs> that uh, You think we did it this out. But <laughs> <laughs> they're playing up on the success of Saturday Night Fever. So we got this song here. It is kind of a fun opening credits with the animation. Uh, I love that Stalker Channing's neck grows to uh, a giraffe's neck in this. We have a blinking car, which is still more acceptable than a blinking fish in a James Bond movie. Ben? No, no. Um, Not true. (laughs) I don't understand the reference. Neither does anyone else because no one listens to 007. It's fine. (laughs) There is also the opening sequence, which is, I guess, the flashback when Sandy's still alive. And they're (laughs) at the beach and playing around in the sand. I I do love the moment, though, with John Travolta... Uh, falls into the sandcastle and then he <laughs> takes a handful of sand and whips it in Sandy's eyes. That's actually got a name. Sandy. <laughs> yes, that's what her name was for. She doesn't like sand. It's coarse and rough. And and irritating. It gets, gets everywhere. everywhere. <laughs> Not like here. Here everything is soft. It's smooth. Anakin! Anakin! I hate them! I hate all of them! Pretty good impression, actually. It's not that hard to impersonate Aiden Christensen. And too. <laughs> I heard you kill younglings. Only one. It doesn't get me. <laughs> Don't you turn against me too. Oh my god. What have you done? Not the bees. Not the bees. <laughs> Seriously. It's funny because you're like mega Star Wars fan, but he's got this on point. <laughs> I often get confused with Hayden Christensen. Yeah. <laughs> hey, weren't you in Star Wars? Yes. It's um, me. When they come out of the credits, it's basically the guys talking about the, the summer at the beach and the girls talking about the summer at the beach. So um, uh, all the, the introductory stuff with the the school here. Uh, the school age. Why children. is there a line here? Or why do you have psoriasis? I wrote that in my notes. Is there a line about psoriasis in this movie? Um, I've written. I think you heard it, but I I didn't catch it. You don't take notes. That's why. I've written. I'm going back to Australia. I might never see you again. And what are you, my mother? <laughs> So I don't have anything about psoriasis. I'm sorry. I do have that the principal makes the announcement 86 days to Christmas, which is really weird that this school is apparently starting at the end of September, which I don't know. Is this like an Australia? Did this happen in Australia? What? They're not in Victoria? Australia. No, I'm just saying anywhere in the world. We this... go back to school in February. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they probably mean Christmas break, not Christmas. But Christmas break is a few days before Christmas. Like Christmas break for nobody is two weeks before Christmas. This is, my math checks out is this is like September 27th, basically. Did you remember school. to include the weekends? 
Ow, my face. <laughs> if it's not 86, the face. <laughs> not the face, not the face. <laughs> If it's 86 school days to Christmas, then their Christmas is in February. Everyone knows that in the 70s, Christmas was in November. It's fine. That's right. They changed it. <laughs> Reagan administration bumped Christmas back. Reagan was in the 80s. Colin? Uh, I love <laughs> <laughs> That's why I said it changed later. Anyways. Leader? He said it's like Canadian. <laughs> I love the... Uh, the pro-bullying campaign of this movie with Eugene. <laughs> Eugene gets bullied because he has astigmatism. <laughs> like he is so abused in this movie, and it's all done for humor. It's wonderful. Yeah, like even in the, the dance scene later when the principal's announcing the rules for the dance, and it's like, rule number one for the game. It's only boy-girl couples, and then you hear somebody in the background uh, giving the guy like a nogi on the head. It's like, so no one dances with you, Eugene. <laughs> Too bad for you, Eugene. <laughs> This movie's so full of homophobic bullying. And <laughs> slight, slight rapey references. Yeah. Did she put up a fight? <laughs> oh, I can't wait to get that. We'll, we'll, we'll cover up to that in this one I here. I feel that's a group karaoke session, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, you, Eugene gets introduced. Uh, uh, we have uh, Sandy getting introduced. We have, uh, what is his name? Kanichiwa. <laughs> Kaniki, who who is the oldest looking person in this movie, next to all of them, Olivia Newton John. <laughs> well, I think Olivia Newton John was legitimately past thirty when she made this movie. She's uh, about one hundred and two now. So <laughs> there's also a I lot of. I said she was dead. No, no that's, that was that's, a boyfriend. That's a joke. Anyways, uh, I love all the the dirty references. Like this movie is just full of sexual innuendos. That none and of the mothers in seventy got. Well, no, like <laughs> Kaniki, you want a piece of salami? Gets, he only gets them now. <laughs> Jamie had to years. explain them to but, Colin. But like pre six years ago, before he married me, he probably didn't even understand what this movie is about. He's probably just singing, and he's singing the words, and he's like, "Did she put up a fight?" And he's like, "I'm picturing them literally like thumb wrestling <laughs> or something." Yeah, that's Colin. Um, yeah, we have to do the the group one here, so. Uh, we we go into them telling their stories, the summer loving story. You don't have to know the words. Uh, so Perfect. how does this one go? Boom, 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 boom. Is that something else? Summer loving happened blast. Summer loving happened so fast. I met a girl crazy for me. I met a boy sweet as can be. Cute as can be. <laughs> Back in the summer of '69. Tell me more, tell me more. Did she get really close? <laughs> tell me more. Did she put up a fight? Ah, uh-huh. stop right there. That's uh-huh. rapey. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag me too. <laughs> anyway. Uh, were there any other good lines in this one? I, I thought I had a couple of them written down. She got friendly down in the sand. Yeah. Uh, he I, got I'm... friendly holding my hand. He was sweet, just turned 18. No, he didn't. Can we just point out how like different their two sides of the stories well, are? While well, we're that I don't think it's just this? two sides of the story. It's like, what are their priorities? The guys ask, did you get very far? The girls ask, does he have a car? But that's that's girls and boys, right? Yeah. Like, that's what it is. Guys are like, did you boner? And girls are like, oh my God, <laughs> does he have a car? Like, that's generally how it works. So, I mean, Jamie's a bit different, but... Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll we'll cap <laughs> we'll cap it there for now. Anybody can comment on what's come up so far. We'll go clockwise here. <laughs> Mallory, you're next. Oh, on wait, the next on the clock. <laughs> I'm to have comments. Um, moving on. Ben, you don't have any comments. No. What did you watch this movie? <laughs> yeah. 
like a um, week ago. I mean, like again, this movie doesn't have a plot, so like really, <laughs> just... let's just take turns singing. Okay, literally, all this movie is about is John Travolta meeting Olivia Newton-John. Some car- other characters have sex. There's a car race. There's a TV show. There's a creepy TV host who tries to crack onto some teenage girls. And then Olivia Newton-John becomes a slut in the end. So that's basically <laughs> what, what... There we go. We've covered the plot. So, um, I don't... Like, they're called the T-Birds. I have a comment. Oh, you go. I want one of the pink ladies' jackets. The T-Birds? Which ones? Or just... You said one of them. <laughs> Rizzo. <laughs> you want, want the one that says Rizzo, or...? It does not even matter. Like, honestly, I just want one of their jackets. I, I kind of felt like we should have gotten T-Bird on this episode, because she's in this movie, so... Yes. Yes, I'm glad we T-Bird, got T-Bird, we know you're listening. But, um... Like, there's so many articles in that now, like, denouncing this movie as being so inappropriate, basically because of Summer Lovin' with that line of, did she put up a fight? Like, come on. I mean, okay, it's wrong, but, like, at the same time, like, at the time, it was acceptable, sort of. Well, rape's not ever acceptable. I don't think but so. You know what I mean. <laughs> ben, the feminist voice, talking again. Um, why does every person in this movie look like they're 50, though? Like, this is I the know. Thing. Like, John Travolta, I think, was the youngest. Of these actors. He was, I think, 26 when he made this movie. But the thing, like, as the only Australian on this episode, Olivia Newton-John. She's a national treasure, all right? Like, everybody loves Olivia Newton-John. Probably not as an actress, though, right? She cannot act. (laughs) No (laughs) kidding. I've never... Like, the only other thing I've ever seen her in, there was some random Christmas movie that she was in that used to be on, like, midday. Like, I remember the holidays and led up to Christmas. And she gets, like, snowed in in a cabin and she can't, like get in contact with a family or something like that. She was horrible in that. Like, I've never seen Xanadu. Like, I'd, please tell me we're never going to cover that movie. <laughs> Xanadu. Musical month coming soon. Like, she can sing. Like, Physical's a great song. Um, and she seems like a very, very nice lady. She sang at the opening ceremony of the Sydney 2000 Olympic Games. Like, bless her. Uh, they recently just did a TV movie on her, so which I didn't watch. Apparently, it was really bad. But, um, yeah, she can't act. <laughs> so. I want to also bring up... Um, I'm a huge, like... Christmas music is one of my, I'll listen to Christmas music year round. And a couple of years ago, John Travolta and Olivia Newton John mm, made a album. Christmas album together. There is one song on there that has nothing to do with Christmas that is basically a modern You're the One That I Want. <laughs> and I wish that we could play that on the show, but we can't for copyright reasons. We don't want John Travolta to sue us. Is we want, it like we want Tom Cruise to sue us, one Scientologist at a time. Gay man will sue us one day. <laughs> is it like, uh, You're the present that I want? <laughs> da, la, la, da. Holy tree! <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty spectacular. I'll just say that. Um, You've all heard that Tom Cruise is gay, right? Like, yeah, <laughs> we heard it on the Oz Network for about six six minutes straight. Hashtag Tom Cruise to us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jamie, anything you want to talk about in the opening stuff here? Um, I just think it was funny to see the difference between the boys and the girls, like Mallory was saying. <laughs> Was, um, she just bit my toe. Bit my toe. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, oh. Jamie. Oops. Uh, but at mouth. the same time, I find Did it really pardon? funny because you could uh, tell that they were all about, you know, the sex, 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 the boys. And later on in the movie, when Rizzo and Kaniki are in the car and they're just about to do it, he reaches in uh, t- uh, to his wallet or pants or whatever to get, to get a condom. And he opens it, and there's a hole in it. And then he says, "I've been saving this since like seventh okay. grade." I know, I know, that's jumping ahead, but like we don't have much talk on the plot here, so let's cover that. The, also, the, I'm going to get in trouble for this. The girls in this movie get laid way more than the guys. Like well, these, that's life. these women are hornier because, 
Rizzo has gotten around town, okay? Uh, She's the Mary Jane Watson. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I lost track of all her exes in this movie. I thought that John Travolta was supposed to be in her ex in this movie. And then there's another point where I'm asking no. Jim, what's her problem with this other guy? He's like, well, that's her ex. I'm like, how many exes does this woman have? Like, all these women are making the rounds, and one of the only, like, ladies' men in this movie... He's had one condom in his wallet for, what, five years? He, he, he never was her ex, Danny Zuko, because there's a part in the movie when they crash the sleepover, and Riz is trying to fl- flirt with Danny, and then Danny says, um, uh, oh, uh, Riz says, eat your heart on, and Danny says, no, thanks, not, uh, sec- sloppy seconds aren't my style. No, but I swear there is a line in this movie where they imply that they dated. To correct myself before, that was a mean comment I said about that's life. Women don't always have sex. Men do too. The the thing that I was going to say, when were condoms invented? Like, this is the 50s. Like, I feel like condoms weren't in the 50s. I could not tell you the answer to that question. Colin, you're all on top of our sexual Um, I think that's funny that, like, condoms were invented. Actually, I think there was, like, animal skin condoms, though. I don't know why you're pointing at me when you say this. This is what's backing up my point. Ben and I have no idea, and Jamie's like, they had animal skin condoms. I'm serious. Okay, Charles. I'm serious. Charles Goodyear patented in 1844. The first rubber condom was in 1855. And by the late 1850s, several so major it, rubber companies. It was invented in the 50s. There, yes. There okay. you go. Somebody somebody Google animal skin condoms. It's oh. a real thing. Animal not, skin. Animal skin. Oh, animal skin condoms. Animal. Ben, this is traceable. Watch your Google searches. <laughs> I don't care. The government's <laughs> coming for you, Ben. They won't let you cross back to Australia. I'm used, I'm used to the government checking my uh, Google searches. It's all good. Um, natural lamb? Is this like a New Zealand condom or something like that? <laughs> I'm not there yet. I'm allowed to say it. <laughs> Trojan natural lamb. Luxury condoms. What are lambskin condoms made of? They are made from intestinal membrane membrane of a lamb. Oh. Do lambskin condoms feel better? They seem to have a more natural feel. Uh, why are we sidetracked already? <laughs> Do we have much plot to talk about? What otherwise? were the first ma- the first condoms made out of? Vulcanization process invented by Charles Goodyear. Um, do- <laughs> are condoms <All> vegan? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Are condoms vegan. <laughs> Latex comes from. Are cheese. they gluten free? <laughs> Well, That's why Casper was born. The one time you've had sex was because he couldn't use a condom. <laughs> there's probably even like like edible lube where it's like is there, there is edible lube. Uh, no, I'm I'm just, I'm just saying is is this vegan? This is this is not Ben Day's Ben Ben Day's Ben Sunday Night Sex Show. I know for example for fact that there is vegan edible lubricant. There we go. I'll leave it at that. Oh yeah, there oh, is. Okay. <laughs> It tastes great, guys. It does. Like, we wanted to, so we to buy some because it tasted you can, like, amazing. Mix their flavors so yeah. you make, like, other things. It's, it's really yeah. tasty. We'll get you some. <laughs> <laughs> you should have seen the look on his face when you said that. Did you guys get some of those fruit roll-up underwear, too? That's not for you to know. <laughs> I'm going to move on here. Um... He goes together like <laughs> shibidi <shibidu-bidu-up. laughs> So there's the school parade or whatever after this. Uh, Is that now? The first school co- parade? That's yeah. soon. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't there like five in this movie? <laughs> Wait, that's the Well, like the, the first fire, one right? where, they, where they, yeah, the, yeah. Fu- the bonfire, whatever you want to call it. I wouldn't call it oh, a parade. The, um, it's the... Well, they've got a marching like a, band. Like a, pep rally, <laughs> a pep rally. Yeah. Sure. You, you, yeah. Can, you can use a microphone. Just yeah. ask for it. Well, uh, give it to me, man. <laughs> give it to Ew. me, Colin. Ew. Can we go to bed I'm first? <laughs> this microphone is so firm and 
Black and Megan. You were talking a lot about Colin being stiff tonight. (laughs) See, these are my type of conversations. Mallory and Colin can go into another room. Jamie and I will bond. (laughs) Anyways, okay, what were we talking about? Sorry, I got distracted by the dirtiness. Uh, I don't know. If you give me the mic back, I'll take over the episode. Thank you. It was the pep rally. We were talking about the pep pep rally. The parade. I'm sorry. The pep rally. rally. (laughs) They're American. This is where the 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 two heroes of the movie meet again, and their story arc takes off. Uh, Sandy. They never thought they'd see each other again. He freaks out. Sandy. Uh, And then he tries to play a really cool. He's like, "Uh, "That's my name. Don't wear it out." Uh, there's a girl um, uh, in this. Oh no, that's coming up later. Sorry, I saw a girl flexing boobs and I got distracted. <laughs> so he's just trying to play it cool here. She gets insulted and runs off. Like oh, and basically you have the most man-hating comment in the history of movies. Here is men are just disgusting pigs and idiots and don't know anything. And it's just on and on and on. Uh, right here, let us do the feminist voice of the Oz Network at uh, OzNetwork.net. Uh, they have the slumber party here. Ben's favorite scene of the movie. Damn straight. Girls. Well, I wouldn't call them teenagers. They look like older than, you know. <laughs> Middle-aged slumber party here. Um, uh, can we do the sing-along girls... for the toothbrush commercial, please? Well, you Okay, you can do the sing-along. No, I don't I, know the words. Not. Well, it's your turn. Brusha, brusha, brusha. <laughs> something, something, something. The rest of the songs has the same. Brusha, brusha, brusha. That is five minutes of screen time in this movie. I just want to point that out. Yep. It's that... a little... Beaver. The, the beaver. It's oh, a beaver. Brusha, brusha, brusha. Mallory's turn. Ben's next. I can't wait. Oh, Ben, you got a good one. Okay. Look at me and Sandra D. <laughs> there you go. He's done his part, which is this scene. So you get the slumber party. This is where you get the girl flexing the boobs. Uh, underutilized character, I'm just going to say. And um, as Rizzo <laughs> jumps out the window... <laughs> She's just laying there. She was like spreading her arms. It was like very passionate too. <laughs> she gets into this. She loves, you know, bagging out Sandra D. <laughs> uh, so basically Rizzo mocks Sandy with it. Now I don't get how it's mocking her. I don't understand it. Um, okay. okay. Certain lines <laughs> won't go to bed till I'm legally wed. Lousy with virginity or something like yeah. that? Yeah. Colin, you go into the other room and we're going to start singing like, I'm Colin Hilding. I can't eat gluten. <laughs> I'm going to go to the toilet and it'll make me pooping. Like, I mean, like, are you not going to think we're mocking you? It's like our song. Look at those people crossing the road. Don't say it, Ben. You're racist. <laughs> Just because their skin's not white doesn't mean they can't cross a road. What's that, uh, that inappropriate Muppets thing where it says everybody's a little racist? It, oh, yeah. Um, uh, what, what is that musical? Avenue Q? It's it's basically a sing, Muppets. Sing it, it's a Muppets um, stage like Broadway musical with like as if the Muppets grew up and just became everyday people. And they have a song that everyone's a little bit racist. <laughs> it's like, what are you saying about me? Well, we just we're picking your song now. I Everybody thought you were. To, I thought you better start singing the Team America song. You know, everyone has AIDS. 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 Pearl Harbor sucks. <laughs> I don't just have AIDS. I have... Oh, okay. I'm sorry we're going off on these jokes here, but everybody watch. I, I think it was... I'm, I'm riddled with this. Life's Too Short with Ricky Gervais. Well, it's with Warwick Davis, but Ricky Gervais's show. 
uh, where they're trying to uh, do. Like, oh, I get it. Life's too short. He's worked out. Yeah. <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> they're doing like he's an act just so people person. don't think we're like inappropriate. There's like an acting thing, and Liam Neeson's like, I want to be funny. Ricky Gervais, you're a funny guy. Teach me how to be funny. It's like, all right, let's do a little scene here. Uh, okay, so this is a doctor. So I'm all the doctor, and you're coming in. I was like, okay, knock, knock. Doctor, I have AIDS. And he's like, okay, um, <laughs> maybe let's try something like not to do with AIDS, like something that's a little bit more funny, lighter. Okay, I got you. <laughs> doctor, I have full-blown AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> it just keeps going on like that. Well, it's the South Park episode where, like, um, it's when before Jared from Subway was a pedophile, they, like, did an episode, and he's, like, going around, like, I'm Jared from Subway, and I lost weight because I've got AIDS, and, like, he's that referring... <laughs> he's referring to, like, he's got assistants, so he's calling them AIDS, like, A-I-D-E-S, oh. and everyone's, like, Jared, what are you doing? Like, that's, and he's, like, why doesn't anyone think it? And then all of a sudden, like, this clock ticks over, it's, like, guys, it's been 30 years, AIDS is finally funny! And they're, like, yay, AIDS is funny! <laughs> We are off the air now. <laughs> I swear Mallory is going to hit herself in the face with that microphone before this episode's over. Just like everyone is hitting themselves in the face right now. Why am I listening to this crap? Uh, let's try to get back on the movie here. Uh, We're about halfway so through. Yeah, it's fine. We're making good time. They're mo- mocking Sandy, Sandy here. D. Rizzo jumps out the window to go get laid. Uh, when she's... Okay, so Ben, you get you get hopelessly. No, 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 you're missing a part. No, no, Jamie gets it. You're missing the part where what's her face, the one who flexes her boobs, offers Sandy one of her boyfriends. What did that happen? Yeah. Yeah. Is this a director's cut? This movie. This is a director's cut out there somewhere. Like woman's only cut. This is like Fifty Shades of Grease. Like dozens of men. Yeah. Oh, I remember the pen pal thing. Yeah. And she. No, she's she like the, flips out this thing, and there's like she's writing twenty oh, cards, oh. like pictures of the all these guys. Tinder. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Why are you holding them out to my face? Because the you have to say all of Mike to my face. Time's <laughs> <laughs> gone. We go together like whoopsie whoopsie <laughs> ding 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 ding. I'm calling dong. <laughs> Who has the biggest dong out of the? It's not your Walter. We established our face off. It's Olivia Newton John. Um, yeah. So okay, you're right. As everybody else leaves the room, uh, pen pal girl, her with the flexing boobs, she uh, gives a piece of paper to Sandy, who goes outside. And, and throws sings, the paper in the water. Throws the paper in the water and sings a song, Jamie, about hopelessly being hopelessly. devoted. You're tra- you're hopelessly tra- devoted to you. Which is a shit song. It's terrible. And and the songs will get worse from here. Like I know a lot of people love this movie, but there are some terrible songs this, in the movie. This, this is one of them. This one I know that you'll hate because there's the twang in it. It has that country sound yeah. to it, yeah. And I can't stand anything country. She should have just started like going, let's get physical. Physical with like the the Tinder pictures. Is she the one that sang that song? Yeah, yeah. that was like the biggest song in the eighties. Did you know that the highest selling song in the eighties was "Let's Get Physical" by Olivia well, Newton-John? I, I know the song, but I just didn't know. You that know she the sang film it. clip. That's what you know about that song. <laughs> Does that have a lot of shirtless men? Um, it's a song called "Physical." Colin. <laughs> uh, it's implying sexual intercourse as well as exercise. Oh, I was just trying to think how. Uh, Talking about how bli- oblivious Colin is for song lyrics and everything like that, I was trying to remember what song it was. There is that uh, song um, that's played and it says uh, something in the in the back of your car, and you oh, you what's didn't realize. Oh, the song Bang Bang. 
Yeah, you didn't realize that it was about sex. I'm like, yeah. Who does that song? A song called Bang Bang, and you thought yeah, it was like innocent. Yeah, like Nicki Minaj does a uh, part of the song, and who's that other girl? What's what's the song? How does oh, that um, bang bang. What's that other one? It's the new backseat of my car. On a bang bang all over you. Yeah. Oh no, I would never guess that that song's about sex. I didn't get it. I thought they would play that in church. I didn't get it. Um. I do want to bring up because it's not like this movie has a lot of great lines, uh, but probably the, the hardest I laughed in this movie is uh, when Rizzo and uh, Kinichiwa are having sex here, and, <laughs> and she's like, "Call me by my first name." He goes, "Oh, oh, oh!" She's like, "Betty, Betty, Betty." <laughs> uh, this is where he breaks his con that hasn't come out since seventh grade, and it's fine. And uh, she says it's fine. Yeah, she's like, "Oh, it's all right." Uh, we might as well cover the next musical sequence here if we have anything to talk about, uh, which is, uh, oh, it's my turn. Um, it's electrifying. Is that this one? No, that's, um, you're the one that I no, want. No, this is a, it's Grease Lightning. Oh, that's the best song of the movie. Wait, after the action. Go Grease Lightning, you hold on the hold on Grease Lightning, go Grease Lightning. Go Grease Lightning. Everyone at home, we are doing the dance. You know the Call me Betty. Lousy with virginity. Girl is flexing her boobs. Condom's broken. Condom, condom's broken. Baby's coming out my vag in nine months. Oh, it's pushing. No periods. I've got some cramps. I've got some taste. It's a baby. That was very entertaining. That one, people. <laughs> very unfit. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> they have to tell the audience that I'm fat, Colin. I have an alluring voice. I have a very large female lister base and some men. Uh, <laughs> he has a lot of feelings and you just hurt them all. He has a feeling. It's not that hurt. <laughs> Hooked on a feeling. <laughs> Uh, okay, so let's be honest. This movie is known for three songs. It's known for Summer Loving, You're the One That I Want, and Grease Lightning. The rest of them are all throwaways in comparison. Now, this sequence What about the Chiggity Dang Ding? Well, that's... I can find that. It's all one He's like, what about the Chiggity Dang Ding? Chiggity... Chiggity Bang Bang? Oh, come on. Beauty School Dropper. Beauty School Dropper. We'll be there. We'll be there in a minute. Okay. Anyways, this... This is brush, brush, why brush, brush, John Travolta brush. is such a great movie star. <laughs> the toothbrush song is not included. <laughs> That's a little beaver. I don't know the other words. I know there's more words, but I don't know the other words. Bang, can you Bishop, Google Bishop, the lyrics Bishop. of that one? <laughs> Amy wants to know the whole lyrics. Brusher, 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 early in the morning. Do, 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 do. Brusher, brusher, brusher lyrics. <laughs> Is it real? It's a real toothpaste commercial from 1957. Can we play this on air? <laughs> you tell me. What are the other lyrics? Brusher, 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 get the new apina with a brand new flavor. Steady for your teeth. Brusher, brusher, brusher. I can't understand what you're saying. De- decay, bad breath, germs, fast, fast, fast. Stuff for your teeth. Knockout. I panna for your teeth. 
Brush, yeah. brush, 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 get the new Apana with a brand new flavor. It's dandy for your teeth. Brush, 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 new Apana toothpaste. Say along, JB. Bucky Beaver. Brush, brush. Hey, this lyrics are right. <laughs> Maybe we need to get sued by Blame Walls on <laughs> If Epana toothpaste is still out there, please sue us. <laughs> We're playing a... Brusha, 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 get the new Epana. <laughs> it's a little beaver. Brusha, brusha, brusha. Sorry, what were the three famous songs in this movie? This one. You're the one that I want. You um, are the one I want. Summer Lovin' and Grease Lightning. So, like... Grease Lightning! Yeah. <laughs> So, I mean, this is all John Travolta, and let's be honest, like, John Travolta, because of Saturday Night Fever and this, he spent way too much of his career dancing. Now, let's try to run down the John Travolta movies he danced in. I mean, obviously, what was the Staying Alive was the sequel to this. Uh, every single Look Who's Talking movie, Pulp Fiction, uh, Get Shorty, did he dance? I know he danced in Be Cool. Um, Pulp Swordfish? No, Michael he didn't dance in Swordfish. danced in Michael. Pulp Fiction? Battlefield Earth, there was that great number he did in Battlefield Earth. <laughs> but the guy ends up dancing and everything. The people versus O.J. Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Robert Shapiro. <laughs> I don't know what is happening right now. <laughs> did someone fart? Did someone no. fart? No. <laughs> I was just motioning this to call your... <laughs> My breast stinks. <laughs> Colin, brush, brush, brush. There's a new flavor. You like yeah, it smells like fart. It's, it's your mac and cheese we ate. Your breath smells like garbage. Colin, have you been eating gluten again? <laughs> Hot, sour garbage. Brush, brush, brush. I've smelled better diapers. This is why we don't ever record episodes in person, people. Okay. So, grease lightning. <laughs> Go um, I have to just my my confession here. Uh, I, I always associate this more with Home Improvement, which is like my childhood favorite show, Home Improvement. What? Uh, Home Improvement. With Tim I Allen. I know what. Don't yeah. So he would build cars on the show. Tim Allen would build cars in real life, and he'd bring them on the show. And one of the cars he finished, they wanted to do like a video for Tool Time. And what they ended up doing was this number, like a full stage production of this number. I have with not Tamal's seen car. this episode. I need to see. It's this fantastic. Episode. Yeah. Does Al Boland do stuff? Oh, he's in it too. He's he's dressed up like with his hair slicked back. I love Al. He's basically Kanichiwa in the sequence. Al's my favorite. <laughs> Everybody loves Al. I don't think so. Al. No, I don't think so, Tim. <laughs> but yeah, let's. Uh, do we have anything else we want to talk about here? Oh, I guess let's let's also cover what happens in the movie here, where uh, Sandy ends up with a different guy and this is Lorenzo Lamas I saw in the end credits Lorenzo Lamas is in this movie 80s icon Lorenzo Lamas he plays Tom the guy whose you know uh, biceps are bigger than his brains they say in here this is the other guy that Sandy's interested in and then we get kind of the fun sequence with um, John Travolta trying to prove that he could be a jock uh, so he goes out for the basketball That's team funny. punches a guy in the stomach <laughs> goes to the wrestling team double fists a guy in the stomach uh, plays baseball, hits a foul doll, ball, and then pulls the mask on the umpire. <laughs> That's my favorite the, scene. <laughs> the cross-country team trips, and then Sandy loves him again. Like, this is how weak the plot is in this movie, that the only conflict is they very briefly split up, and they get back together because he tripped on a hurdle. 
and she's with another guy at the time. Like, mm-hmm. this is like if you and Jamie are sitting in the, like, crowd and Henry Cavill trips and then she runs off and just, like, basically goes away. This other guy clearly doesn't care about her. So, so Jamie just brought up, this is very timely, uh, the line we couldn't understand at the beginning, Sandy says, I'm no stranger to heartbreak, and Frenchie says, oh, do you have psoriasis? So, <laughs> so stupid. Yes, thank you for bringing that up. You're a fan of Frenchie, so you can talk about her in a second. Ugh, French. Mallory, anything you want to talk about in any of these scenes here? No. <laughs> thank you for joining us. <laughs> you did the brush a brush a song, and that's it. Brush a brush a brush a. I'm so glad um, I feel like we've covered all of everyone's opinions on the last like ten scenes because nothing happens. <laughs> Sorry, I just touched your foot, Jamie. Hopefully, you're okay. How with dare that. you, Ben? Okay, I'm just reading through my notes. Um, <laughs> some rat dance. <laughs> What? Was that Mallory? <laughs> oh, God, everyone cover your mouth. Oh, this is going to stink. <laughs> I forgot the floor vibrate. I did too. <laughs> Seriously, she has the worst vibes. I, I think my neighbors are going to call in a, voice to, uh, a, a noise complaint over that. <laughs> oh, dear Lord. Thank God she has a blanket over her. Yes, you do oh, want to thank the Lord. And it gets trapped in the blanket and all comes out at once when you need to stop play. stop making her laugh she's gonna farm more <laughs> she does that too <laughs> <laughs> yep that's Me. how it works Me. i love how you're all laughing i'm the one here going oh no i know it's coming up this this is dead serious guys we gotta get out of here you have no, no idea ben you have knows. no idea ben knows. oh jeez um Anyway, I was looking up. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say, Mallory, you have zero contributions to anything we have to say. You're farting. You're using brush, brush, brush. You're pulling my leg out. Okay, Colin, breathe. <laughs> Jamie, I think we do need to go into that other room. I, here. I uh, was looking up uh, Greece quotes, and I, I don't even think I remember this from the movie. You guys, let me know. It's a conversation between Sandy and Danny. Sandy says, my parents want to invite you over for tea on Sunday. He says, I don't like tea. She laughs and says, you don't have to drink tea. He says, I don't like parents. Do you guys remember that line? Classic Grace yeah, line. It's, it's coming up. You're doing what you normally do in episodes, which is you talk about <laughs> six scenes from now. Well, I, um, I don't even remember where it was from, so I didn't know. If you took notes, you'd know. I'm trying to read what happens here. John <laughs> Travolta, exciting. John Travolta in a pool, what? doing each other in a car. Condom broke. Okay. <laughs> Uh, hob play no parking crater face, <laughs> including your chick's 35 cents, drives off. That's the part when he, like, the bad guy comes to the parking spot and says, this is a no parking zone, but it's all a no parking zone. I have literally zone. written, gets kinky with dice, rubs cling wrap on dick. <laughs> what? <laughs> Which movie were you watching? <laughs> when they're doing the Grease Lightning scene, he's got like the cling wrap and he like rubs it on oh, himself. Oh yeah, I do remember that part. Um, and then bite the weenie rears with relish. Um, <laughs> I don't know what is happening. But I love Grease Lightning. That's my favorite song in the yeah. whole movie. Um, and that's about it. I'd- and like, how good is John Volta as a dancer? Is there a better dancer in, uh, let's say modern movies than people who are still alive? Is there a better dancer in Kevin movies? Bacon. I don't think Kevin Bacon <laughs> touches John Travolta. I'd like to see that. Um, but <laughs> I will just add, because, you know, we did the heap, heap of shit pile that was Dirty Dancing, right? Mm-hmm. But 
the difference between this and Dirty Dancing is that this is watchable. It's entertaining because yeah. the music's good. You're not waiting for the entire movie to see um, that song in Dirty Dancing. Time your life. The famous quote in Greece makes sense. Which famous quote was that? Tell me Russia, about it. Russia, Russia, Russia. <laughs> There's no corner in Dirty Dancing. <laughs> Nobody put baby in the corner. We, we it's a wall. Earlier. It's a, no, it's a, Jamie. It's a figurative thing. No. It's they, they, just... sh- they shunned her. It's a figurative thing. shunned her? <laughs> There's no corner. I like how, I like how you sh- steal the mic from me and then I'm supposed to answer you. Um... Oh, I do like the uh, the sporting scene though. It's funny with like yeah. Danny like doing all that. Uh, there was a bit there where there was like milkshake in the face, and they put a song on. We're not there yet. <laughs> no, it is there because if you read here in my notes, they're in the thing, and then he tries to do all the athletic things. No, 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 no. The milkshake is right before no, the hair song. That's why he that's... goes to be athletic because he sees her with the athletic guy. Yeah, with with Tom Lorenzo Lamas. Yeah, so that's why. Yes. Yeah. What Jamie. milkshakes scene are you talking about? I don't know. <laughs> go oh no, go to Milkshake Bar. Let's not throw milkshake. I was wrong. Oh. Yeah, that's next scene. Now I want a milkshake. Mm, so do I. You got one today. Where's mine? You got if one today? Anybody, what the if, heck? Oh, you ran 7K. It, yeah. Oh. It, <laughs> I slept seven hours. <laughs> <laughs> We're showing off here. <laughs> um... All right, well, I guess we're moving on some more. Jamie, do you have anything to say? <laughs> You're forgetting about your wife here, Connor. <laughs> no, she just said, uh, no. Oh. Moving on. Brusher, brusher, brusher. Okay, so following this, they finally get back together. I don't know how it just happened so randomly. I don't think the movie's bad up at this point. There is going to be a point where I think it becomes slightly unwatchable. Uh, they go out again, and this is the scene where um, he says, I'm not really hungry. I'll just have a double burger and a Coke and a bowl of ice cream and a milkshake. And he orders everything on the menu, which is such a teenage boy thing to do. Uh, why is he hiding behind the menus? Mallory, Jamie, feminist voice is here. Is it explain the movie why he's suddenly hiding behind the menus? Yes, it's because obvious. he's... like It's obvious, and then you say nothing. Isn't no, 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 it no. obvious? I was trying to talk, but then he started talking again. Um, no, because it's like the whole thing about he's trying to be cool and he looks mushy by going out with her and like buying her food. Well, that too, and he he wants to have uh, their friends leave them alone so that he can actually just spend time with just her. Because whenever his friends come around, they don't leave. Okay, I am going to have a bunch of holes to poke in the ending of this movie now that you've explained this to me. Just like that condom. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there are going to be more holes than in Kenichiwa's condom. Kaniki. <laughs> Um, brusha, brusha, brusha. <laughs> anyway, so everybody eventually finds them. Then we get the brilliance that is Mallory. You get to take it. Beauty school dropout. I think Ben's taking it. I think you're taking it. I don't know. Is this right. like the '50s Justin Bieber? Like, who is this guy? Uh, well, let's let's find who the. Does anybody know what his here. name is? Beauty school dropout man. You grabbed the mic, Jamie, away from me, held it directly to your mouth, and said absolutely nothing for at least ten seconds. I, I was trying to remember. I was going to say that this song actually, it uh, it actually really reminds me of that Earth Angel song. Earth Angel, yeah, Earth I can Angel, hear it. Will you be my? But Earth Angel is a thousand times better. But I think the whole point of. All the music in this movie is it's all supposed to be reminiscent of something. So Frankie Avalon plays this guy here, the Teen Angel. Uh, how about him back in the day, Jamie? Hunka, hunka, hunka. <laughs> hunka, so hunka, attractive. hunka. Um, so anyways, it, this is like a real 50s star they have in here. But 
how does this make any sense to me? What is the point of it? This is where the ending is going to become very frustrating for me because you give these story arcs to characters that go literally nowhere. So this is Frenchie's story arc. The, the, the whole thing I the definitely beauty. have breast cancer. I definitely have breast cancer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hi, Rizzo. <laughs> we're, just, we're never going to have an episode again when we're not representing the room. Oh, hi, doggy. Rizzo's my best friend. You're, you're my favorite customer. <laughs> Bye. I did not sing that song. I did not. Oh, hi, Johnny. <laughs> now he's like, nobody's looking up face going, You need oh. to see the room. I oh, do you not. You never showed her the movie? I, Thank God. I know. I, I didn't watch... I didn't watch all of the movie. I just watched him look, look up clips at first, and then he was watching the movie in the background. <laughs> uh, and I walk in it, and I just look for a second, and I'm like, what the heck crap is this? <laughs> and then all of a sudden, like, he plays the clips, and I'm like, this is actually so addictively stupid. <laughs> <laughs> this is the point. It is so yeah. terrible. It's brilliant. My favorite line from that movie is, I did not hit her. I did not. Oh, hi, Mark. I did not hit her. Oh, hi, Mark. Can I bring up the, the room? and I tell you. <laughs> the room, which is... How about how every character in that movie speaks the exact same way? Like, jo- Johnny's such a good guy. Why are you doing this to Johnny? Oh, hi, Johnny. <laughs> Universally considered, universally considered to be the worst movie ever made, and we already have covered more plot than in the first hour of Greece. We've already established that every year we're going to have international The Room Day. Yes, watch the movie again. It's happening. <laughs> uh, I, I want to make it a monthly thing, but uh, daily thing. <laughs> daily, yeah. You're a poor listener. Uh, so the beauty school dropouts. Like, explain this. So this is where I'm getting really confused. What is the relevance? Does it go anywhere? Mallory or Jamie, can either of you explain this? Isn't this the part where she, like... Fantasizes she about some, out of some guy in a waiter's uniform? She dropped out of high school to go to beauty school, but then she's really terrible at beauty school and actually accidentally dyes her hair pink. And then she fantasizes about the guy who tells her to go back to but high does school. does she ever... Because you reapply she, to either school? It's no, she goes wrong. back to high school. You see her again yeah. at Rydell. And yeah. You see her in the episode. It's not like she's there at graduation. Can we, can we just point out the obvious here? How terrible do you have to be at beauty school to, to drop out on the first day? No, to accidentally dye your hair no, no, pink. No, no, no. That's the thing. What? That you accidentally but, dye your hair thing. pink? No. It I, happens all I over don't the world. Think, I don't think it's pink. I think it's green normally. But when you... Sp- Put certain hair colors into blonde hair if you don't, like, treat it properly or if you go swimming too fast with chlorine and stuff, yeah. then it turns green. Now was, this movie makes sense. When I Thank used you. to bleach my hair, I would go to the pool and they would always say to me, when did you last bleach your hair? Because that will go green. I'm like, I did it like a month ago. Oh, okay. So they would always warn me. I always kind of wanted it to go green, though. So. Yeah, this this uh, 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 Frenchie, she's she's an idiot. She's your favorite character, though. She's French. Yeah. But but she's an she's idiot. She's not French. Her name is Frenchie. Her nickname is Frenchie because of A, how she spoke, smokes, and B, how she kisses. Explain that to Colin. <laughs> I'd really rather not. So a French kisses when they go in to kiss you, but they run away. And your hair ends up pink. Yes. And you get invaded by the Germans. And that's how babies are made, people. Uh, I did not hit. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> I did not sleep with her. I did not. <laughs> oh, hi, Mark. 
So, Watch the room, Mallory. Stop looking at us like we're idiots. This movie is brilliant. You are idiots. So... We're watching this after this we've recorded this. <laughs> Screw your hairspray. You don't even have to watch the movie. You just have to watch some clips. I'm not even joking. You'll see how bad the acting is. Cheep, 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 cheep. So... All of this leads up to one of the big moments for the school where they have this nationally televised dance show from the school. And this is where Jamie and I left off the other night. And uh, we started watching again this morning. And I jokingly put in my notes, oh, great, this is going to be 20 minutes of the movie. Ow! This <laughs> Mallory, stop biting people! <laughs> I didn't bite him that time. I was pressing on his different bruises. You know, can you contribute something to the show other than biting and farting? Just one thing of substance. All right, it's been two minutes. Sing your song. I explained the plot to you so many times, Colin. There's no plot to this movie. You've got nothing to explain. The subplot. What You're like, subplot? she obviously went back to high school because she was at the high school in the end. She was at the fair at the end. And and what this movie teaches you is, in the end, for people to really accept and love you you, you just have, have to, to change, change everything about yourself you have to become Again, a you're slut six, <laughs> you're six scenes ahead of us thank you very much Jamie. <laughs> we all know that she's dead in this movie everyone so that's she's the, not dead Taylor stop alerts. it the dance sequence I'm not even going to complain about this because I think this is the last point I actually really enjoyed this movie it's like it just takes a nosedive after this with the songs with the plot you know, not being uh, having any meaning at all but the dance sequence it goes on forever like I jokingly put in my notes 20 minutes, but then I timed it. It was 20 minutes of this movie, I swear. Uh, there is some funny stuff in here. Like, there's a lot of background stuff that goes on when uh, the, the big TV show host, Vince Fontaine, and the, the girl that I like, the one who flexes her boobs, uh, she's talking about Vince Fontaine, and the other guy's like, I've seen better heads on mugs of beer. And then she goes, he's the living end. Yeah, if you like older guys. Like every actor in this movie... Yeah, sorry, I was reading about the death thing. Um, isn't, <laughs> isn't it really creepy, though, in this whole dancing when the host guy is all, like, flirting with the girl? Yeah. That is but literally what Colin was just I wasn't the listening you to actually find hot. <laughs> I know, I was saying to myself, you know what? Um, oh, she's the one with the, like, the school... The flexed her boobs earlier. Yeah, no, she's the attractive one. Yeah. She's attractive. See, there yeah. you go. I'm not the only one. And she barely gets anything to do in this movie. Except the boys. Her, her name is Marty, by the way. Is her name Marty? Yes. McFly? No, it's Marty. Hey, McFly! Hey, McFly! That's not how McFly, you bozo! <laughs> Those supposed to work on water unless you got power! <laughs> no, her name is Marty Maraschino, because remember she says oh, Maraschino yeah, like right. the cherry. I just thought that was some innuendo I didn't get. <laughs> no. I, I like the, like, this guy is super creepy when, uh... I got off of that role in the stage production. <laughs> <laughs> this is based on Ben Waterworth. When he goes, hey, uh, I come into, or did your folks get know that I come into your room every night on KZAZ? That is, <laughs> what a like this is that line doesn't work. It does work. Ben's trying to, you know, hey, I come into your room every night on the I come awesome in your room every morning on Edge Radio ninety nine point whatever ninety nine point three. Colin, 99.3. my apologies. So you should be. I, I was. You got to tell a joke. In. Stick to the ending. <laughs> I was concerned Don't embarrass yourself. Um, there's a couple I'm coming other... into your room tonight. Well, I am. I already am in there, but never mind. <laughs> there's a couple other Rizzo's exes in the scene. I'm getting even more confused. I swear, I wish that I could find it now, but I, I swear that there's a line where uh, that says that she, she's Danny's ex, too. Um, what else do we have here? Uh, 20 minutes of the movie. Uh, oh, the line where they're like, uh, can we just thank the whatever committee for these beautiful decorations? There's one guy, yeah, let's hear it for the toilet paper. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, this is where we have the all couples must be boy and girl. Yeah, too bad for you, Eugene. Ha <laughs> uh, And when the dance sequence starts, I love the, the restaurant people where they're like, look, it's Danny and Sandy. It's this person. And they go, it's Putsy and Jan. Who's Putsy and Jan? Yeah. Who's um, Putsy and... So Jan is the brusha, brusha, brusha. Yeah. She's a person in this movie? And Putsy is one of the... Wait a second. T-birds. Why is the beaver getting recognized by this lady? Because Because it's a commercial. Vagina? She's singing along to the commercial. Oh, beaver. Oh, Jan the girl who sings. Not that they're talking about the beaver. No! So Jan's the beaver. (laughs) No, she's the one with the pressure, pressure, pressure. Stop talking about her beaver, She sings it, and she has these crazy pigtails. Okay, I know who you're talking about. Who's Putsy? One of the three annoying T-Birds. All right, the fact that I'm asking this question means that the audience doesn't know who Putsy and Jan are. there's Fitzy, Putsy, and someone else. Did you know who they were, Ben? Um, I didn't realize there was more than, like, two people in this movie. Pitsy, Putsy, and Poopsie. <laughs> Bomber, Blitzer, and Bigger. <laughs> Buzzy and Boomer and Blitzen. <laughs> Can't the blue bombers! <laughs> uh, there's some fun stuff that happens in this dancing with that the hand jive song, uh, Who's Up Now? Uh, oh, who who oh, did... You, you were dancing in the middle of your room to that one. Was I? Yeah, you were. You were, you were like, all, like... All I think I was mocking it. But... Tears on my pillows in this. That's a good song that Kylie Minogue covered. That's when they're okay, in the dance. You can take that one. Tears on my pillow. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Thank you, Ben. Uh, Beautiful. Yep, it's not the first time I've heard Born that. Born to hand baby. Tries to grab boob, slams his boner. What? <laughs> what? Can we just have a whole episode of Ben reading his notes? No, that's what, when they. What's they're, with you and Dongs today? They're Seriously, in the, they're just in the, today. They're in the drive-through when like John Travolta's trying to grab Sandy's boob. Oh, that's coming up. We're not that uh, bad part yet. Yeah. No, I Thank don't know. you, Jamie. <laughs> I, I didn't do that. Uh, Competition dance, lots of dancing. Danny with some girl flashes moons. Okay, so in this sequence, <laughs> there's a dirty dancing part. Rizzo's very inappropriate as usual. Um, there's a fight that breaks out. This, as much as I love the, the Grease Lightning dance sequence, I think this is the best dancing in the movie. I agree. And this is where, uh, Sandy gets pushed aside for Chacha, girl, whatever. What's her name? Chacha Chingo? Kanichiwa. It's look probably up, actually look Chacha. Up. You can find Patsy and Jan. You can't find me Chacha's name. <laughs> Chacha Grease. <laughs> Jan is just using OK Google. Hey, Siri. Uh... Oh, no, it's big to speed. be continued. Uh, this is why I thought to myself, nobody put Sandy in a corner. It's not a corner. <laughs> <laughs> Chacha de Gregorio, Gregoria, what? Something like that. This is the girl who wins the competition with Danny. Which? What are the rules of this? Is the rules you have to have a partner, or is it just we're going to narrow it down to a guy and a girl? I thought you had to have a partner, but clearly not. Mallory like went off at me in this bit, I think, because I wasn't watching it properly. And you were like, are you watching this bit? I didn't and I'm like, get to what watch were you this? missing? It was 20 I minutes of dance. I didn't get to watch this part because Ben wasn't watching it and he was distracting me and I was very upset. But it is the best dance sequence of the movie. As far I as agree. Yeah. It's so fun. Um, I disagree. Anyways, Sandy does get... This would be more relevant to putting Sandy in a corner than Baby. Babe, nobody puts Baby in a corner... That's just stating the fact. Nobody put baby in a corner. Thank you for clarifying. This is don't put Sandy in a corner. This would make more sense. It's annoying, isn't it? Uh, but here's the <laughs> problem I have. From this point on in the movie, we'll, we'll kind of do we have anything to talk about here. If anybody wants to add, we can go around. But um, 
Thank you, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I can hear your audio when you're like, like Hi, all I'm right, Tyler. let's go. Welcome to the Oz Network. We're coming to But um, at this point, they introduce a new twist to the movie, which is Sandy gets upset about this other girl. And then <laughs> that's that a goes. Twist. Yeah, well, that's what my point. It goes nowhere. Plot twist. We Sandy never, gets upset. No, she gets. She storms off, and then they're together for the rest of the movie. Yeah, but she's still grumpy when they're in the car. But she's grumpy because he feels up her boob. Take and, it, Ben. <laughs> and then five minutes later, she's dressed like a slut and they're running off in the yeah. car floating in the sky. I know I'm not grumpy when you feel up my boob. <laughs> I feel very uncomfortable on this couch right now. I was about to Sorry. make an inappropriate. Can you? Um, what, what sequences do we have there? We, we left it at Danny's You're welcome to. <laughs> we basically have... Did you even what? Miss that? I like this. Oh. Amy is feeling up Ben. It's fine. <laughs> 2018 people, she can go to do it if I did it. I'm getting arrested. (laughs) Cops! Cops! And then Mallory would have hit me somewhere very hard. Um, All we really have to talk about here is... Well, let's... It's not the worst thing we smelt all day, Mallory. (laughs) Smelt? I just put my foot in a boot. Jamie has a smelly feet here. Oh, feet. I wasn't trying to do that, but let's go with that then. Um... What is happening in this episode? <laughs> so, we have no plots done with this. Is so fr- I'm so glad I hosted this one. Uh, <laughs> Do you have a whole other page back there? Yeah, no, I have it's a whole It's upside down. Page. It's upside down. <laughs> yeah, I wrote upside oh, down. Like, this is the narrative. <laughs> Anyways, uh, let's cover a little bit more here. Uh, we have to? Oh, no, no, I, we do have to cover this because the other part that really made me laugh in this movie My was... <laughs> my face, my not face. the face, not the face. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Better than what you sniff. <laughs> the face, the face. Let's just quote every movie we've ever covered because this movie has nothing in it. Um. <laughs> Tom Cruise is gay. Nicholas Cage like. I'm frightened right now. I'm really freaked out. (laughs) I wish this was vodka. So, the the other scene I want to talk about here, when the principal comes back after the dance is over, to Danny and Chacho, Gregoria, whatever win... Uh, the principal comes back in the announcement and says, We have pictures of you so-called mooners. We can't see your face, but these pictures are on their way to Washington where they have an analysis. You will be found and prosecuted. That is a spin-off I want to see. Yes. <laughs> the, <FBI. laughs> the mooners. Now that bottom looks very familiar. <laughs> <laughs> that mole can only be found on Kanichiwa. <laughs> You're just shaking your head, Jamie. No. Uh, what's, what's next? <laughs> <laughs> Jamie. Anybody want to comment on anything else we've talked about here? Um, the yeah. drive-in. Let's let's talk about the drive-in fight. Is she pregnant yet? Not pregnant yet. I, Does anybody she actually out? know the drive-in song? Because I don't. I'm just gonna. Did put I, that I think I wrote, now. Did I write the name of it? I don't, I wouldn't know. I didn't get to watch that part. I've of written the movie. Riz some song, but times? I'm not. I'm not reading the word I've written after that because it's inappropriate. Uh, um. Anyway, so they're at the drive-in. And Danny and Sandy get in a fight because he's trying to put a move on her. Um, he 
feels up her boob here, and she slams the car door on him. This is where Rizzo talks about missing her period. So this is, I think, where she finds out she's pregnant. Uh, and it she's ends up being a, a game of telephone where uh, don't tell this person. They, they whisper it, and they whisper it, and they whisper it, and it immediately gets back to Kenichiwa, and he's going to be like, uh, you know, uh, I'm a man who, who takes care of uh, uh, those I've knocked up or something like that. But but this scene that you're talking about, was that the scene that you guys were talking about where she slams the door and like slams on his dick or something? Yeah. John Travolta's erect. And she slams the door, and he's like, Ooh! That's what, see, I was yeah. too innocent to get that, sorry. See, Colin, you get erect when you're aroused. <laughs> see, it's a thing. Ask Jamie about it one time. <laughs> Anyways, the last thing here is just the driving song, which, yes, I, I wrote the names of all the songs, or I really tried to write lyrics if I didn't know, and all I wrote here is, what is this driving song? So anybody can take this one. Can you say that again, Jamie? I said I think he learned the lesson earlier when I bought him that calendar of the cheerleaders. <laughs> Only for December. <laughs> and the back uh, page. Anyways, this And when he got the photo taken with them. Wife. This is the challenge. Yeah. yeah, Mallory, where's my calendar? <laughs> this is the challenge here. Who knows the driving song or who can Google the driving song? Because I have I can't no find memory. My phone. So I can't you, you've seen this movie a thousand times. Jamie, you've seen this movie a thousand times. No recollection of the driving scene. This is why I say this movie falls apart after the dance sequence. I I don't remember because, um, I don't know. I have a memory like Dory. I don't remember. I've seen a thousand times. Alone at a drive-in movie lyrics. All right. So we're just going to make up a song for this. Mallory, it's your turn, so you have to make up a tune. Stranded at the drive-in. My turn. Can I start to sing that weird all driving song? Stranded a fool. Yes. What will they say Monday at school? Sandy, can't you see I'm a misery? (laughs) That's Maybe exactly how it goes. to start how we're apart. There's nothing left for me. Love has flown all alone. I sit and wonder why, oh, why you left me, oh, Sandy. <laughs> no, so in other words, nobody remembers the song. Oh, Sandy, baby, someday when our high school is done, somehow, somewhere, oh, our two worlds will be. Why did heaven forever and ever will be? Oh, please say, you'll brush stay. Brush oh, Sandy, Sandy, brush, Sandy. Brush, brush, brush. Said Sandy, my darling, you hurt me real bad, you know. It's true, but baby, you gotta believe me when I say I'm helpless. Without you, love has flown all alone. I sit and wonder why, oh, why you left me, oh, Sandy. Lyrics continue below. Sing Oh Canada. <laughs> yes, you got the tune. Thank you. <laughs> For those non-Canadians at home who are wondering what anything that anybody wants. Apparently, to this song is called Sandy. Just to clarify, it's not called whatever. Oh you Sandy, call it. you came and you something, you something. <laughs> <laughs> oh Sandy. See, we remember it now. So, anyways, we got Beauty School Dropout dance sequence and Oh Sandy there. Um, who has anything to say? Um, sand, it's coarse and rough and <laughs> gets everywhere. <laughs> I don't know. Cheep, 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 She's dead. Cheep, 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 cheep. What's next? <laughs> All right. We're going to wrap up the movie here, people. Oh, thank God. Tell me about it, stud. <laughs> so, uh, we get the Grease Lightning car come out. Song that I don't know coming up. You yeah. know this. How do you not know the last song? Everyone See, knows the song. The second yeah. movie sucks no, no, no. so bad. The song at the race. 
That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. We have the Grease Lightning race here. So I, I do like the race. I do yeah. like the moment. This is the worst song in the movie coming up because I actually wrote this was even worse. Um, the, the, the man hug. I like the man hug between Danny and Kenichiwa here. Uh, and then we get Rizzo's sad Rizzo song. Which, find the lyrics, Ben. You gonna come up with a tune for this one? Uh, I'm Rizzo. I'm sad. Will you be mine? <laughs> Earth Rizzo. Earth Rizzo. See, how, like, I know there's a lot of fans of this movie, but how good could it be if you have several people here who know all the... Ben, you even said everybody knows the songs. There are worse things I could do. All right, let's play this one. Um... There are worse things I could do than go with a boy or two. Even though the neighborhood thinks Everybody join in. I'm trashy and no good. I suppose it could be true. But there are worse things I could do. It's literally doing the American I could flirt. <laughs> Thank you, Jamie. With all the guys. Oh. Smile at them and bat my eyes. Press against them and we dance. Make them think they stand a chance. <laughs> <laughs> to see it through. It's kind of works. That's a thing I'd never do. I could stay home every night. Wait around for Mr. Right. Take out showers every day, try my life, I'm a dreamer, I got true, I could have someone like me, I'm a spider, jealousy, I'm still in line, but I can't feel and cry, I'm confident with you, but you're in front of you, that's the worst thing that I could do. Play ball! <laughs> what anyway. a terrible song. It is terrible. I would take Ben's version over, I would remember Ben's version. Oh, Colin, literally blessed. We have the car race here, um, which, I mean, it's not bad. I, I have to think of myself like, how terrible is this to watch in a stage version where the cars don't move? Because I just remember the remake version that they came out with. Aww. And it was just like cars and lights flashing on the characters' faces. Uh, this obviously a little bit, but one of the things that they can improve in a movie where you can actually see them driving. Uh, when you're not just thinking of Terminator 2 when you're watching where this yes, is Yes, yep. driving through the floodway. Yeah, yep. But this is, again, the problem. So we have all these ups and downs. Like Sandy's very bipolar. She just gets sad for no reason in this movie. Like, here we go. This is going to be question number three. Jamie Mallory, why is Sandy sad at the end of this race here when okay. Danny wins? I figured out what the song is at the end of the race, so I'm pretty proud of myself for that. I don't know why she's sad before that, though. Well, the, the song at the end of the race is just a, re- a reprise of... It's a reprise, but yeah. she's singing it, and it's about how she's saying goodbye to her, her old wholesome self. But why? And why is she sad? Because she's saying goodbye to her old wholesome self. Again, the, I actually the, don't know the, why she said. The message of this movie is everyone needs to become a slut. So she's like, well, bye, wholesome self. Let's, let's set it up because we get to the finale here. This will be the shortest episode we've ever done. And Mallory's on the episode. How did that happen? We're in an hour and 13 minutes, folks. This is a two-hour movie. <laughs> I thought maybe just to keep us on schedule, let's play the movie in the background so we know we can keep this short. No need to do that. Uh... It, the, the whole point of the, this final part of the movie here is not even just her. He feels like I have to change all of a sudden. But why? They were perfectly happy together. You know, after the dance, they had that, that brief moment or whatever. But we don't see any – like if you had had a moment where these characters were fighting or they're like, oh, we're just from two different worlds. We get none of that. They just drop it where all of a sudden they're, I need to change. And he's like, well, I got to put on my preppy sweater. I got to change too. There's no reason for either of them to change because 
isn't the whole point of this movie is that they're themselves when they're with each other. It's not about who their image is. Sandy's like, well, this is my image when I'm around people, but I'm like this with you. And that was the whole point with Danny's character. And that's why he's been faking, you know, playing, you know, cool guy Danny in front of his friends is because when he's with her, he's just himself. So this whole ending just makes no sense at all. Because it goes to show that no matter what happens, when you want to be with someone, you need to pretend to be someone else. Yeah. Like, I'm completely different person when I'm around Mallory, when I'm ben by myself. Ben didn't have an Australian accent until no. he met Mallory. This I is was, all for show. I was thin. I had no facial hair. <laughs> I wasn't funny. Um, You're still not funny. <laughs> Sorry. It really hurts my feelings when you say Jamie that. used to be very appropriate before she met me, believe it or not. Yeah. No. Well. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, not the case. Uh, a cup. That, that was just all of a sudden. She hated cheese. She thought Henry Cavill was fat. <laughs> uh, a few. She liked Shanley Woodley. <laughs> going too far, Ben. A few notes I made here. Uh, the the fair stuff that's going on in the background on the last day of school. Um, the the pie the teacher thing. It's like give him a pie in the puss. <laughs> it's not <laughs> like it's gonna fly in 2018. <laughs> uh. And then we get the, you're the one of, so is this going to be a group one too? I think we all need to like do this you together. Tell me about <laughs> it, stud. Oh, we're oh wait, we're looking too. at the actual. I think this is like one we all need to know because we all know what he says Googling the lyrics. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't like being silly and inappropriate on podcasts. I want to be proper. I got chills. They're multiplying. And I'm losing control. I don't know the words. You're supplying. You're supplying. You better shape up. Because I need a man. And my heart is set on you. And my heart is set on you. better shape up. You better understand. To my heart, I must be true. Must be true. Must be true. Must be true. for me to do. You're the one that I want. You're the one I want. Who? 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 Honey. The one I want. You're the one I want. Woo! Woo! Ben just became a man in this episode. You're the one that I want. He's. He's. He's like. Darlin. Wanna <laughs> Oh yes indeed. <laughs> I always forget fifth. how long this song is until I see the movie. It's not and that realize, long. It's like, what, no, two and a half but minutes, they three? go through that entire crazy house. Yeah, and look yeah. at the that amount takes of takes a long time. Well yeah, there's Repeat. a lot of lyrics, but can you find the song on YouTube so we can get like the, the running time of how I It does like have this, about four minutes of the three no, minutes and I twelve think it's seconds. A shorter song. Three minutes and sixteen seconds. You're but they're lying. Dro- No, yes, no, YouTube's lying, not me. <laughs> but they're like they fly off into space for about twenty Mine's minutes. Okay, yeah, four so minutes and eight seconds. The biggest problem. Like, okay, a couple other things to mention here. Rizzo is not pregnant. When does that happen in the movie? When she right doesn't now. have sex. Okay, so we get a major story arc for a character. Oh, no, I may be pregnant. And the big resolution is, no, just kidding. We have Frenchie. I dropped out of this school. I dropped out of this school. The big resolution, hey, I showed up at the fair. I must be re-enrolled. Danny and Sandy, uh, we both change for each other. And we sing and dance. And we're constantly breaking up. But nothing dramatic actually really happens. There's no resolution for any of the characters here because there's no real drama. And I do love the last song in here. I even love the the dinkity deek doodah or whatever it's called. <laughs> like, all the music's good near the end for these last two songs. And the dance sequence is great. But, like, the story this movie has doesn't even make sense. And they had enough time to work this out in a stage show, uh, doing it years. 
this movie and everything, and it's just there's no. It's not even just there's no story. It's just it seems full of plot holes to me. Well, I mean, as we know by other musical movies we've done, there always has to be a pregnancy scare storyline. Yeah. But unlike that other crap we watched, there's no abortions in this movie. So, <laughs> um, and just to quote you, to correct you, Colin, the lyrics are actually we go together like Rama Lama Lama Kadinga Da Dinga Dong. Remembered forever, uh, shubop, shawada, wada, yippity, boom, de boom, chang, chang, changity, chang, shabop. That's the way it should be. Wahoo, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. That makes way more sense. Did that win this whole movie's explained now. Best writing of 1978. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, th- I feel like we need to talk about the theory here, don't we? That basically yeah. Sandy's dead. So, and then that's how I look at this at the end. I mean, like, in all seriousness, it's, you know, the song at the end's great. Olivia Newton-John looks semi-decent in the black leather pants and all that sort of stuff. Like, good on you. So does John Travolta. It's got a nice butt. Um, But as confirmed in Face Off, he doesn't have a very large appendage because you can't really see it in those uh, tight pants. Can we get on Wikipedia? Olivia Newton-John has an exceptionally large dong. (laughs) Yes. But, uh, you know, fun way to end it. But uh, this is... So this was posted a couple of years ago. I think it was on Reddit or something. So basically, this this is the theory. At the end of Greece, Sandy and Danny get into a red convertible and drive away from the fair. The car promptly defies the laws of gravity and flies into the sky. How did the car fly? At the start of the film, we see Danny and Sandy meeting on the beach. Later, Danny explains through song that they first met when Danny saved her life, she nearly drowned. Sandy actually did drown on the beach that day. As she drowned, her brain deprived of oxygen, she had a vivid coma fantasy involving her summer fling with Danny, where they shared a magical year of high school together. The visions get increasingly outlandish as time passes, until finally, as Danny desperately tries to resuscitate her on the beach, she sees herself flying into heaven in her dying moments. The entire movie was a drowning woman's coma fantasy. I would buy into that as a plot. Okay, I'm just going to say the reason I wouldn't, because... Even though I've seen that, I, I always watch this scene and the car drives off. Which First of all, why is a car driving through the middle of a fair in the first place? Uh, but then it just flies off in the sky. And I think about the death of Poochie and The Simpsons, the Itchy and Scratchy show. I have to go now. My planet needs me. That's my interpretation of the ending. Like, Sandy's really just an alien from another world. This is E.T. Well, it's kind of like the Mr. Bean Australia is the other world. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Bean, the theory is that he's an alien. So at the beginning of the Mr. Bean episodes, how he Where flies down drops, from the yeah. light, like that's because Mr. Bean's an alien. Um, so, but no, like, I think that's a valid theory. <laughs> Anybody want to talk about that theory? We can go around the theory or any of the end stuff on the end of the movie. Come on, Mallory. I know you've been waiting for the end. I really loved the last song a lot. Me too. Like which the the dickity dick doctor. Yes, the... that one. Biggity they say llama a lot in that song. It Lama. makes me happy. <laughs> makes you happy. Yeah. Llamas make you happy. Yes. Okay. Good to know. Are you gonna buy me a pet llama? Sure. Please. This is like a Richard Gere thing, is it? <laughs> that was a gerbil. <laughs> Yes. Gerber went up his bum, Mallory. That's <laughs> disgusting, you. That's like Austin Powers. What's this doing your gerbil? I have no idea how that got in there. <laughs> uh, what's the second one, Mallory? Nope, nothing else. <laughs> uh, Jamie, you look like you're dying to talk. I, I love the end of the movie. I'm with Mallory. It's can, my... can you explain Please what the resolution the... is? Okay, wait, we didn't sing the song. We did. <laughs> I just yeah, written song. Lama da fling to flong. <laughs> shoot, the one shoot. that I want. bog da bog. No, that's a different song. Colin. Grease lightning do up a shooby. Okay, this is what Mallory wants. Everybody take their turn. What Mallory turn. wants. 
Which bit are we, we up to? We go together like, like Rama Lama Lama, Kadinga da Dinga Dong. Remembered forever. As Shubop Shabada Yippity Boom de Boom. That's the way it should be. Kanichiwa. Stalker Channing John Chavolta Dop. Like dip dup dip dip dup dip dup. Whoopity dee boo 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 name's a sign. This okay, this actually makes sense. Boogity 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 boogity. This song is the movie. You think when somebody's writing this song, like the Gibbs or whatever, they're like, okay, just like my brother is what follows this, yippity dip de doop. No, I'd go with doom there. Oh, you're right. Yep. I'm pretty sure there were some drugs involved. It was the 70s. So. Anything else you want? Why did you say yep? Well, boogity, 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 boogity. you want a microphone for this when you turned to Ben and started talking? I said I'm pretty sure there are some drugs involved. Well, it was the seventies, um, but come on, talk about the plot a little bit. Can anybody we've, else we've all, comment on the plot? We've all established the, that there is no plot. Colin. It kind of ruins the end of the movie for me, though. But what? You're, but when the end of the movie comes, you're glad it's over. <laughs> well, then let's all bin it. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> it's not dirty dancing. Um, the box office is good. Get out of my house. It's my house. <laughs> That's a matter of interpretation. Just like putting baby in a corner. It's a stupid line. It's a matter of interpretation. It's not interpretation. They are literally saying Give me this mic. baby in the corner. Okay? So they're implying the character baby is in a corner the points of two walls in a room there is a flat wall at a round table there is no corner it is dumb there is no interpretation other than she's against a flat wall on a round table and no one put her there but you you can argue with it because she is in the corner of the table to the wall I am googling a picture. No, and and like I said, they put her in the corner figuratively too, as well, because her parents get out of here. It's my turn. Her her her, her parents shunned her, and then her sister threw it in her face. I'm I'm daddy's girl now. They they pay attention to me now. In that picture, where is the corner? Yeah, <laughs> it's right there. That is a a post against the wall. Swayze's more in a corner than she is. Okay. No. My comparison yesterday to yeah, Colin was was literally if in Star Wars, Darth Vader goes, Luke, I'm your father, to Han Solo. Yeah. <laughs> like, that would make no sense. Like, nobody puts baby in the corner. You're still wrong. I'm not wrong. It's, it is a dumb line. It still makes sense. It's stupid. Welcome to Anniversary Month 2017 <laughs> as we talk about Dirty Dancing's 30th anniversary. <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, please, those, like, somebody else... Not, I don't even care if you back me up, but like, if we can't talk a little bit about how poor, forget about little the plot is, but how poor this plot is. I, I feel like I agree with you, but I think the thing with Greece is that this is a movie that is not remembered for its plot. It is remembered because it's fun, it's got music, people go to sing-alongs, and it's just got good memories. It's like, then, it's like, I love the Rocky Horror Picture Show, and the Rocky Horror Picture Show's plot is just like warped. It's ridiculous. By the end of it, they're literally going off into space. So, like, you're kind of like, what is happening? But, like, you remember the Rocky Horror Picture Show because it's got a great soundtrack. It's fun to sing along with. And you dress up as, like, transvestites. <laughs> so, like, what's You just ruined a Rocky, Rocky Horror, Horror Picture, Picture Show, show for me. <laughs> 
Um, Spoiled. But here's my thing. People don't say this is my favorite soundtrack. People say, oh, Grease is my favorite movie. Well, Fine they're idiots. Fine say it's favorite soundtrack. <laughs> but like, let's look at the, the comparison. The easiest comparison we can make is Hairspray. Hairspray, I think the soundtrack is – There's, I think the best songs in Grease are probably better than the best songs in Hairspray. But I'd say all around, Hairspray probably has just as good of a soundtrack. No. And its plot is much better. So Never if I'm going to pick between comment. these two movies, I'm picking Hairspray over Grease. This has a 91% Google user review rate. That's my 70% point. on Metacritic. Um, 7.2 on IMDb. So, I mean, it's just... It's like, too kind. I, I, it's not a bad movie, but it's too kind for I, I mean, look, I, I'm not disagreeing with you. I just feel that this is a nostalgia film that people... You, you, you're going to have people who like this movie... Who, who burp She's trying it. to get your attention. But it's 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 essentially. Just, well, let's just point out: not only have we established that women are bigger pigs than men in this episode, like as far as like you know more perverted, but two people have passed gas on this episode. Not Ben. Don't make me laugh. I I only fart in front of people I'm comfortable with. Okay. A B C. Colin can do the whole alphabet. Um, well, this episode's funny. already gone down the toilet. We may as well get somebody burping the alphabet <laughs> at the end. Anyways, <laughs> yeah, okay, but like that's the thing is it, it's it's too overrated. And it, fine, nostalgia's fine for a soundtrack, but there's a lot of other movies with great. Saturday Night Fever has a great soundtrack, but, but people don't say Saturday Night Fever is as good as. Grace. I also feel that though that I cause I always thought the musical came after the movie when mm-hmm. it didn't. I think Rocky Horror Picture Show the musical came after the movie, but. The thing with this, though, is that this is a lot better as a stage show. So oh, I, th- I can imagine. Like, I, it's like the Fan of the Opera movie was okay, but the stage show is brilliant. Like, there, there's... I mean, Mallory, you're more into stage musicals and that, so I'm sure you've seen plenty of live stage shows mixed with musicals. I mean, I'm sure you've got ones which you enjoy the film, but you would say that the, the stage production is much better. It works better as a stage production. I'm just going to go with yes. Okay. With a phone <laughs> like in your face. Like Les Miserables. We've seen two versions of Les Miserables. The movie was very good, but there's certain things you can't translate. And I think that's part of what gets lost here. I feel like on a stage show, you're going to accept it's just all dance numbers. You don't care about the story. In a movie, you want more story. Like Cats is dumb, and I never want to see a movie version of that. So. Yeah, can I have a theory, though? As this, this is probably what everybody out there is thinking and just wanting to scream right now at me is that the popular this movie has more to do with the chemistry of John Travolta and Olivia Newton-John. Oh. Olivia Newton-John's not a good actress, but no. they have incredible chemistry, and they dated for years after this movie as well. Um, and they're still good friends today. Yeah, exactly. Is, they do Christmas albums together. It's, it's one of those things where you're happy that, you know, after all these years, they're still good friends. Mm-hmm. Because, like, this movie is John Travolta and Olivia Newton-John. Like, it is. Not- and I think the perfect evidence of that is that the new version they had come out, the TV version... It was very clever the way they staged it because it was done on a soundstage, but it felt more like a like a, a big musical, like a stage production. Um, everybody complained about it, but the only valid complaints I could have anybody say is like, "Oh, well, the the girl wasn't as good as Olivia Newton-John, the guy wasn't as good as John Travolta," and I think that's where so much of the popularity of this movie comes from. It's just how much people love those two actors as mm-hmm. these, maybe more for their voices, but I think especially with John Travolta, I mean. There are very few actors in the history of movies who have as much natural charisma and likability as John Travolta. And, I mean, Olivia Newton-John didn't exactly go on to giant things after this. Yeah, I mean, other than physical. As an Australian, like, again, beloved in our home country, but, I mean, as Canadians, like, you've seen her in physical Xanadu, and that's about it. Can you guys move your nostrils? 
Like this? How do you... What? <laughs> Just to clarify for anybody who's wondering at home, all that is being consumed in the room is water. In case anybody's wondering. Can you think? I think it's too late at night. Colin and I are like this. on this point, and all of a sudden, yeah. Jamie, can you guys move your nostrils? <laughs> I can move my ears. I just like we can't see you guys. You don't even have headphones on, Ben. <laughs> oh, that's so freaky. <laughs> no, I just I want to go. I want to go back to Ben. Be like, you know, I can move my ears, and he gets this look on his face like he's trying really hard, but it's covered by earphones. <laughs> no, that's where I go. You know, I can move my ears, right? <laughs> I don't know why this is part of the episode. <laughs> I feel like you're moving your lips. Yeah, yeah. She was like, "What are you she doing?" Moving my nose. Oh, I can't keep on laughing. Do you like the bewitch no, thing? That's that's that's, that's just a chin moving. What what are you doing? You're like staring at the ceiling. Look at me move my nose. So she asked me to watch you move your nose, but don't watch you because it makes you laugh. Okay. Watching. Did you, did you guys? We, we we're killing that already. We used to do this in school, and I th- I thought it was the grossest thing ever. Where you you take your eyelids and you literally turn them inside out the top of your oh, eyelids. Yeah. I went to school to learn, Jamie. <laughs> I didn't saw work. your student films, Ben. You didn't learn anything. Hey, you enjoyed them more than you enjoyed swept away, right? That's true. Yeah. <laughs> And when you enjoyed them more than the room, you were like, <laughs> I take like everything you said about Kill Phil. They're great compared to the room. Um, you talked about the reviews there really quickly. You want to come up with some keywords here. I do have uh, box office. So we should add that this is overall box office through all the re-releases and everything because uh, this movie not only just came out and went now. In 1978, it was the highest grossing movie of the year. Uh, what else came out in 1978? That's a very good question, Ben. I will look that up while you, you look continue that up. to talk. Uh, so this movie worldwide to this date has made 300, almost $395 million. Uh, 188 of that to his domestic, 206 foreign. Now... This movie, obviously, it was huge in 1978 because it was the highest grossing movie in 1978. But it's had several re-releases, even just within our lifetime. I remember this uh, being re-released in 1998. And uh, it made almost $30 million domestically in 98 alone. It came out again in 2010 for a sing-along version. Made $365 million then. So this is one of these movies, like you said, not just like the Rocky Horror Picture Show where they will do it as midnight screenings. But they will do full theatrical re-releases of this movie every few years still to this day. Well, they did. I think Mallory and I saw in Australia they were doing a re-release, like a sing-along version mm-hmm. for the 40th anniversary. So the top grossing films were Grease, Superman, oh. uh, National Lampoon's Animal House, mm-hmm. Every Which Way But Loose, Heaven Can Wait, Hooper, uh, Jaws 2, Revenge of the Pink Panther, The Deer Hunter, and Halloween. So there are some pretty iconic movies in there. I mean, Halloween, probably the highest grossing horror movie of all time up until that point. Superman the movie, like the, the biggest blockbuster since Star Wars. And this movie outgrossed Superman the movie. It just to put that in perspective. Superman the movie held, the, I think, the record for most consecutive weeks number one at the box office till like Home Alone came out, like, you know, over a decade later. Well, it also is the uh, second best selling album of the year, 1978. Um, was Saturday Night Fever still number one? Yeah, it was. And I think, isn't this like in the top three or four most successful soundtracks in the history of music as well? Mm. Uh, Hopelessly Devoted to You was nominated for an Oscar. 
Um, of all songs? Seriously? <laughs> yep. Well, no, we should also add to that. This is what you run into with a lot of movie musicals. Because it's already done as a stage show, they want to qualify for an Oscar with an original song. Mm-hmm. So they'll throw a song like Hopelessly Devoted to You was thrown in there just for the movie so they could get Which Oscar. is now in the stage show. Yeah. <laughs> so... Yeah. I know that that's how Minnie Driver got her one song in Phantom of the <laughs> Opera. They said, well, we can't use her voice in the movie, but let's give her the closing credit song. I thought you were about to say Minnie Driver in Golden Yeah. <laughs> Stand by your ma. <laughs> Oi. <laughs> Jamie's getting up and walking away. Can we mentioned um, Minnie Driver. I'm out. <laughs> Not Minnie Driver. I can't be here for this. My back can only survive so long on the couch. On the couch. Anyways, um... Do you have the keywords up yet? I'm still trying to find them. I on don't the... think we can do it on our phones, can we? Maybe not. Um, this is the best. Let's just let's just come up with some keywords. <laughs> what, what keywords? Brusha, 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 brusha. Broken condom. <laughs> uh, uh, I, I need to find this. I feel like we can do this, but it's only going to take me to the Dead app. Dead Sandy. Dead Sandy. It's oh, true. Uh, <laughs> beaver ad. <laughs> Pink hair, uh, rape. Uh, <laughs> sorry, attempted rape. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Surely there's keywords on here it. somewhere. There's got to be. Now, here's another thing. I'm assuming that Sandy is not supposed to be Australian in the stage production, and that was just put in because Olivia Newton-John could not do another accent. I don't know that much about the movie to tell you. Um, what is she famous for? Not like. Is is it just a lot of music she, she that we don't get here? I'm pretty sure she released things before she was in this movie. Um, there's, I mean, there's a bunch of songs that Australians know of her. Um, she did this tour with for so there's a famous Australian singer called John Farnham, um, and she did like a big stage production with him and another big singer called Anthony Warlow, which basically was very big in Australia for a while. Um, yeah, she's just kind of like known for being her just for being olivia newton john yeah like brian adams here Bri- <laughs> <laughs> we've apologized brian adams on many occasions <laughs> um i don't think we have much else to add on this movie but we do need to rate it uh why don't we why don't we start off with we'll start off with jamie since she's standing right here looking so entertaining sorry i was just looking through my instagram we know what you're looking at henry you? cavill shirtless what? she looked so concerned right there what what you saw? No. You've seen my thing? I'm, just, I'm looking into your beautiful blue eyes. Thank you. Aww. She's hopelessly devoted to I me. I love you. Okay. <laughs> oh, jeez, guys, come you on. You just spit all over me, thanks. <laughs> I did Mallory and I anyway. have behaved in your bed the last few days. <laughs> Keep that up and we won't. Do you want to buy it? I washed my sheets before you guys came. Yeah, I would Aww. tomorrow, too. <laughs> Do you want to buy it, rent it, or bin it, Jamie? Buy it. I own it. I know you do. Uh, Mallory, oh, you, you sound so sad. <laughs> Buy it, rent it, or bin it. Buy it, Ben. Um, it's better You're than. You're gonna di- be disowned if you don't say buy it. It's better than Dirty Dancing. Uh, <laughs> True. <laughs> I'm gonna rent it. Um, I mean, look, it's just the, as a movie that I've never seen, I felt like I'd seen it mm-hmm. because it's always on TV. Like, and my dad will always watch it and flick channels, and it's kind of just one of these ones which. You know, even the bits in between the songs you feel like you've seen. So, I mean, it's, I can't, I don't dislike it. I mean, it's, it's got lots of good songs, not all of them. <laughs> um, 
could I sit down and stomach watching this in one sitting anytime soon? Probably not. I um, know now why I never did before. I, I'm again, I much prefer Rocky Horror Picture Show. Um, but I mean, it's not terrible. Like I didn't watch it. It's not the Meg. I'm not like, oh, that was rubbish. Um, so I mean, you know, surely like down the line. Once I've exhausted all of Mallory's list of films she needs to catch up on to still be my girlfriend, um, maybe one Saturday night when we're bored, we can watch Grease again, but I don't know. Now it'll be The Music Man. Yeah, The, the Music Man? The best musical ever made. Is that like The Muffin Man? White you... Christmas is the best musical ever made. Okay, oh, you two I, just became White friends. Is Christmas considered a musical? <laughs> of course White it is. White Christmas is my favorite movie of all time. Oh, oh my gosh! We gotta cover White Christmas this Christmas! No, no, no! That's actually my favorite movie of all time. Just to let everybody know in okay, advance, good. at some point there is a. Just, if you're not in, Mallory choice. and I are totally covering White Christmas. I just want to point out that we basically met at Christmas last year, right? And I'm trying to say to her on Christmas Eve, like it's my tradition, I have to watch the Santa Claus. And she's like, "Only if we can watch White Christmas." Yes. We never ended up watching either of them. And then even like in the last few months, when it's not Christmas, she's like, "We've got to watch White Christmas." And I I'm normally like, watch it in the summer. I made some of my friends watch it when I was living in Adelaide, and they all thought it was boring. Oh, well, seriously, we're we're doing White Christmas this Christmas. That was Charlotte, wasn't it? Who was like that movie was stupid? You know, who to be afraid of? I'm Dutch, so well, like, I thought you just went into the Whamalala ding and living no, there that's, for a second. That's, that's how Dutch, Dutch accent. Who to be afraid of? That's not how you Swedish chef there. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, I'm, gonna I'm dreaming finish. of a Collins rating. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, I'm really torn on this because, uh, being perfectly honest, I think there are enough problems with this movie that we have... <laughs> <laughs> what is with you Canadian women sneezing after adjusting cheese? Did you throw up? What? what? <laughs> no. You can have a microphone if you want to speak, Jamie. I'm done. Okay. She's lying on the floor waiting for Colin to join her, I think. <laughs> um, I'm really torn on this one because... There is so much bad stuff in this movie. Like, the plot makes no sense. It's frustrating because they, they start things that never go anywhere. <laughs> I have definitely have breast cancer. Um, and half of the songs are really terrible. Like, not even just unmemorable, but, like, terrible, where it's, like, it's nauseating to listen to it. I think the only reason I'm going to give this a marginal, marginal rent is because the first half is very entertaining, and the last two songs, if you include his two songs, are great. I pull his leg hair and he kicks me. The movie does like fall... The is fun. The movie does fall apart, and I don't think anybody can argue that. But I will give it a marginal rent tip because I think the first half's enjoyable, and the last couple songs are good. So here I am saying I will rent it because the soundtrack's good. Even though I made the argument that basically what I said, <laughs> but this is not—it's not what most people say the greatest musical of all time. That's Rocky Horror Picture Show, or The Music Man, or White Christmas, or South Park, Bigger, Longer. Jamie, Unpacked. what's the greatest musical of all time? You're gonna say Phantom of the Opera. Oh, that's a good call. Um, Phantom of the Opera's up there. I'd have to think about it because I like a lot of the classic ones too, like Seven Brides for Seven Brothers. That's just the Music Man. Just because you have seven brothers, so yeah, you... that's right. <laughs> The music man. It's not Anyways. cats. <laughs> singing in the rain. That's singing in the rain. Oh yeah, singing in the rain. Yeah. Sound of music. Yeah. It's not the music cats. Man. <laughs> Anyways, cat sucks. What is our runtime now, Ben? Uh, an hour and forty-one. We're right. get longer. <laughs> we just have to tease our next episode. So the next episode, we're going to be on different. <laughs> Sorry. We're gonna be on oh my different... god. <laughs> ben, you got to go for You're a odd one out. How am I the we most had... well-behaved on just, this episode? I'm just going to say we had. Homemade spicy mac and cheese for supper. Can we have some more? 
It is all... Well, there's a little bit left, yeah. If I'm watching this crap that's hairspray, I need some more bloody mac and cheese. <laughs> the mac and cheese is it is all hard here. We're sorry for the flatulence You're not and smelling belches. it in this room, listener. <laughs> um, we got to tease our next movie, Adam Reese. <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens when... The ladies decide they want to lie down on the floor to record. Jamie just has concussion. I think, I think ladies is a term. Yeah, very loose. She's term. like laying there with her legs spread, basically <laughs> sprawled across the floor. I was going to say that there's no mac and cheese left, actually. The rest is casseroles, but there's like six baked chips here. So Oh, yeah, that's right. We got oh, plenty of chips. Snacks. Typical Casper, like just ruining everything. He's crying too. What's his problem? If people haven't heard, I'm crying. If people haven't heard our other episodes, you will hear this at some point in the future. Whenever Casper, mine and Jamie's baby, cries, he now tells you, "I'm crying, I'm crying." It's not quite as good as when Diane the other day was playing Madonna came on and he started yeah. crying, <laughs> and she went into the other room. Uh, Ben, we uh, started this late. This is probably going to run pretty close to the Halloween episodes Rossi and I have planned. But oh, let's be invited again, guys. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be doing home improvement Halloween specials. Yay. Al I'm Borland. In. I'm so in. <laughs> Can I suggest a Halloween episode? Sure. Um... I'll think about it. Okay. <laughs> You're like, you guys didn't invite me. Hey, can I suggest something? Sure. Uh, I don't know. I'll get back to you. They don't celebrate Halloween very well in Australia, so... I'll do all those classic Halloween Australian is. Halloween specials. <laughs> Crikey, um, there's a pumpkin on my porch. <laughs> get you, off my lawn. I've got a gun. Do you want to tease next week's episode on oh, anniversary month? Okay, so... When we came up with this brilliant idea, I actually really like anniversary month. It was one of my favorite months last year. But um, Colin decided to put up 2001 A Space Odyssey, celebrating his 50th anniversary this year. One of, often regarded as one of the greatest, most um, groundbreaking films of all time. Now, this is a movie I've never seen in my life. I All I know about this film is my dad basically saying, that film's one of the biggest pieces of crap of all time. It's so stupid, it's boring, it makes no sense. Um, and I don't know how I'm going to feel about it because the way you've described it, you basically said to me, I want you to watch it when you're here in Winnipeg, Ben, because I want to see your reaction to it. Um, so I don't know how I'm going to react to it. I mean, I've seen lots of clips, I think, in like film classes in um, university, we like did bits on Kubrick, um, and we saw clips of it. I mean, from what I've seen, it does look pretty special that this was a movie made in 1968. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, doesn't doesn't it go for like eight hours or something like that? I or? think it's close to two uh, two twenty to two and a half. It's a long movie, but at the same time, one of the reasons that we thought about covering this is because, like Greece, there's not much to talk about. I mean, the first half hour of the movie is. Uh, monkeys are they like banging the rock or something Apes, like this? yeah uh banging things and the last half hour of the movie is a guy flying through a kaleidoscope with Spoiler. no dialogue uh it sounds like a terrible movie it's it's a brilliant movie like it legitimately is i will i'm not going to say it's one of the greatest movies ever made because i'm a huge stanley kubrick fan but i think it is one of those groundbreaking movies and it it is brilliant but it's one of these movies that unfortunately this is one of the reasons i want to see ben's reaction um Everybody has a completely different interpretation because nobody can make sense out of what the movie's Especially about. Especially I'm dumb and I'm not going to understand this movie. I should go and watch Die Another Day instead and defend the gene sequencing being a thing in the Robocop yeah. suit. Okay, That's going to be car. fun. And then we'll have two more to wrap it up. We'll have 1998. The good ones. <laughs> the good ones. Oh, the good ones are 
Arnold Schwarzenegger in The Last Action Hero and Matthew Broderick and yes. John Renault in Roland Emmerich's Godzilla. Can I just point out that here we are, like talking about one of the arguably the greatest movies of all time, <laughs> and I'm more excited to get to vote in one of the worst movies of all time, Godzilla. But at the same time, when we started the Oz Network, what was it like a year and a half ago almost? Ah, uh, feels like a lot longer. <laughs> We had like a handful of movies that Ben and I said, we just have to do an episode. Of that. Like, Twister was one. Blast from the Past was one. Godzilla was one of them. Where we're like, we got to talk about Godzilla. It's so, and like, it's I, fun. It's so much fun. Like, it's, it's one of these ones. Even that, for the wrong reasons, it's fun. But I can just tell why people think it's terrible. But it's like, Matthew Broderick, Dr. Nick Totopoulos, it's the trouble. <laughs> and John Renault, like, the honest trailer for it was like, and introducing the Frenchiest French guys you have ever seen. <laughs> Is this French roast? It says French roast. And Hank Azaria. Oh, Hank Azaria. It actually is a record for most live-action appearances from Simpson cast members. There's like, at least three of them Because Bart Simpson's voice woman's in it. Then there's um, Harry Shearer's Harry Shearer, in it. Yeah. Um, and I think there's four. I think there's four in total. that I can't remember who the fourth one is that I'm thinking of. But it's brilliant. And like... I don't it, know if brilliant's the word you want to use. I want to use it. It's great. <laughs> I love Godzilla. The soundtrack is it actually is so yeah. underrated. It's a great soundtrack. Puff Daddy's version, yes. like, ripping into, like, a classic rock da, song is brilliant. Da, 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 the Jamiroquai song, I'm going deeper, deeper underground. underground. <laughs> <laughs> and isn't uh, Australia's Silverchair on that soundtrack, yeah, too? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Ben's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Silverchair. Woo. Remember them? So that's how we're going to wrap up. <laughs> he just got this look in the face. She has that look every now and then. She's like, why am I with this guy? <laughs> I'm in Winnipeg. Everything looks the same. <laughs> That's how we're going to wrap up this month that we started late. But uh, thank you, everybody, for being here. Um, I hope you have some type of line to close out on. Everybody's I'm going to close for me and for Jamie because I have two, and they're both very important. And Jamie does not care. All right, so you started okay, off. Okay, Jamie? Okay. Okay, wait, which one do you want? <laughs> You're the one that I want. Okay. Hi, I'm Jamie. Bye, I'm Jamie. <laughs> you say, and what? I'm Jamie. What? And I'm Jamie? My name is Jamie. How do you end the show? Hi, I'm Jamie. You may remember me from such podcasts as... <laughs> also, the quote isn't loading anymore. She's <laughs> like, this is what always happens. Now, we recorded... I'm just to say, we recorded the Amazing Race finale last night. Rossi and Jared worked so hard all season to be there to watch the episodes, to be on time... I'm like, okay, the laptop's about to die. I don't want to lose this call. Wait, I got something important to say. And then we're just getting Rossi's final comments. All right, so I just wanted to say this right before we go. Oh, Rossi, Rossi, where'd you go? Every time Mallory's like, we got something important to say, it goes terribly wrong. And meanwhile, Rossi and Jared stayed on the line bagging us out, basically, (laughs) while we were, you know. It won't load, guys. Yep. You got your line yet for Jamie? No, f- it literally won't. Famous quote from... Uh, oh, there we go, there we go. Maybe if your phone wasn't sat on and stomped on and run over by a car, it would work properly. <laughs> you leave Australian life alone. doesn't need to know that. Um, Did you just say leave my Australian wife alone? Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what I said. That's not what I heard. <laughs> I'm, She's my name home, is... Jamie. My name is... Hi, my name is... <laughs> <laughs> That's like a very accurate depiction. <laughs> what the fuck is she doing? 
She's doing Mallory's laugh. That's like very accurate. There's no flatulence. It's not that dead on. <laughs> okay, my name is Jamie, and men are rats. Listen to me. They're fleas on rats. Worse than that, they're amoebas on fleas on rats. I mean, they're too low for even the dogs to bite. The only man a girl can depend on is her daddy. All right, wait. I have to get my other one. <laughs> Goes together like no, wrong. (laughs) My name is Mallory, and fresher, fresher, fresher. I got the new Afina with a brand new flavor. It's dandy for your teeth. Stole my last line. Uh, (laughs) My name is Ben, and your hair looks like an Easter egg. I've literally starred like three quotes in this <laughs> look right there. Your hair looks like an Easter egg. Star, 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 beauty school drop. <laughs> um, and my name is... Call me by my first name. Oh. Oh. Betty. Betty. Call, sorry, call it. Thank you for listening to the Oz Network. Don't forget to subscribe to get new episodes delivered to your speakers every week. For more information, hit us up at theoznetwork.net.